Georgia still has something to play for because they're ranked number six in the uh, in the CFP. If they were to lose to Missouri, then the game that they're playing at Auburn uh, has a whole lot more significance next week, uh, less significance last week. So I'm going to take Georgia on the strength of being at home and probably being overall a better team. And now the big one in Tuscaloosa, LSU and Alabama. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite on this because I've I've been saying on on the radio and and in my column that I think LSU is the best team in the country, and I still do. I think they are a better team. They've played better. Uh, however. Uh, they've lost eight in a row to Alabama, and including a number when they had good teams and, and barely lost the games. They're playing in, in Tuscaloosa where nobody beats Alabama. And until LSU proves to me they can come out of this uh, uh, streak of not winning the ball games and win the game in Tuscaloosa, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go with Alabama. And finally, you're upset. I'm, I'm going to take TCU to beat Baylor. Every week we've been having an undefeated team go down. It's happened for the last about three weeks in a row. I looked over the undefeated. I think that uh, that Baylor probably has the best best chance to be upset on the road at TCU, so we'll take the Horn Frogs. This has been the Lindy's Football Report, brought to you by Gordo's Cheese Dip and by U.S. Farm-Raised Catfish. You've been listening to the extended version of the Lindy Sports Report, brought to you exclusively by Scott Stevens Tire and Service on the Circle Dothan, building a reputation you can trust. Also, join us Wednesday mornings at 8.30 for the Lindy Sports Report here on the ball. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-261-A-T, W-296-D-Q, Dothan. presents Providence Christian High School football playoffs. Tonight's game is brought to you by All-In Credit Union. Score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA. The Seller. Fine Steaks and Wine. By Wiregrass Electric Co-op. Proudly serving our community. By Auto Expo. Get the car you deserve at the price you can afford. By Mark Dunning Industries. One call takes care of all that garbage. By Todd & Sons. The go-to name for custom corporate apparel and uniforms. By Lewis Smith Supply. Dothan Enterprise. Ufala and Marietta. By Southeast Health. Always the right direction. By Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Harris Security. Security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Pippin AC and Refrigeration. Going above and beyond for your satisfaction. By Scott Stevens Tire and Service. Building a reputation you can trust. By Ray Rollins. Country Financial Representative. And by Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Now, live from the stadium, here's Mark Stewart and Lance Griffin. Good evening, Wiregrass, and welcome to Providence Christian School on this chilly November Friday night for playoff football. Class 3A matchup between homestanding Providence visiting Bayside Academy in the first round of the Alabama High School Athletic Association playoffs. You may be able to hear a breeze coming through our microphones. It is chilly. We do have a wind coming from our east. It's two hour back. Smart, but it is uh, providing a pretty cold night for us right here. It is chilly up here. Lance, coming in this game, they outside comes in at five and five. But don't let that they're record fool you. They come in, they're a very good football team. They play in a tough region. And they're a lot like Providence. They run a lot of offensive sets. So defensively, Providence has got to play decent discipline, uh, defense, and they've got to do their job. They can't worry about doing someone else's job. They've got to do their own job and be disciplined defensively. All the loving guys get into the football. But uh, offensively, Providence is going to have to come out and try to set the tone if they can with their running game. That's still their bread and butter, despite the fact that Wise Gordon is no longer in the lineup. Put the ball in the, in the hands of their senior quarterback, Collins McClintock, is uh, 
conference is uh, less than 12-1 here at home over the last two years. So they haven't lost a lot of games. They've also won a lot of close games. And I feel like this is probably going to be a close game that may come down to the first quarter. Indeed. Uh, they have uh, tossed the coin. Providence won the toss. They have elected to receive. So we'll be ready for kickoff in just a moment. And just like you said, Mark, if you just look at the records of these two teams, it would be easy to think that, okay, first round, the home team is, you, is the higher seed. This is a, a game that uh, almost always favors the home team, but uh, Bayside is going to bring a, a good team here tonight, and uh, you make a mistake if you just look at the records. That's right. They're a young team. They only brought two starters back from last year's team into this season. They've got a really good quarterback in Jacob Cunningham. He's got a live arm, watched him in a warm-up, and he can get the ball out there. Like we said, run a lot of offensive sets. So uh, they've got to watch carefully and make sure you're in the right position to make the play. Thomas, on the other hand, is going to receive the football. They want to try to get on the board first, and make Bayside have to chase them a little bit on the scoreboard. Indeed, uh, the two teams have a run onto the field. Of course, a good crowd here tonight, rooting on the public Eagles. A modest crowd for Bayside. They had a long way to travel. Understand that they are dressed in road white with blue numbers. Providence in the uh, navy pants and shirts with white numbers. And quick start is always good here. We have uh, covered Providence several times this year, and we've seen a little bit of bows. We've seen them kind of slog around to begin with, and then we've seen them take care of business early on as well. But playoff time, uh, you don't need to waste any possessions. That's exactly right. They need to get the business right on this first drive. Last, if they do have an advantage, it's two advantages, playing here at Providence, and secondly, they took last week off. They were able to get healthy. They rested off their feet. Meanwhile, that's right. Uh, Bayside played Satsuma, 518. They lost a close game to them. Uh, so they played last week. So hopefully, Thompson had a little better uh, step in their step tonight with that rest from last week. Joseph Smith will get ready to kick this off for Bayside and for the Eagles back to receive, including Hayes Lewis, Brent Weatherford. Others as well. Hey, it's playoff time here. We are ready. They're ready. The whistle has blown. Joseph Smith has counted the players. They're all counted for. The ball is in the air. All the way inside the 10 to the 7. It's caught. It's coming back to the 20. Give my hole, man. Just go for it. Just got to about the 30-yard line, and he got a shoot-spring tackle, and he could still be running. Absolutely. He just came right up the middle last. They opened it up for him. Gets it all the way to the 40-yard line. He looked quick on that return, and that's a good time for him early on. That's right, exactly. If you're trying to uh, just judge based on that. All of this will take the ball first. The first and 10 from the 40. College McClintock is your quarterback. He's operating from the shotgun. Gus Goldsboro right next to him as the back as the tie formation to start out with. McClintock takes his snaps. He's going to throw in the first snap. Down in the flats. It's overthrown. The intended receiver there was uh, Jackson Colley and just a little bit of adrenaline, I think, there from McClintock as it failed over over Colley. We had Colley wide open over. All I had to do was get it down low to him. He wide adrenaline got in that one. He threw it over him. Maybe come back to that a little bit, longer, a little bit later. But I like the fact that they're coming out throwing a little bit here early to try to get uh, McClintock off. Defense of uh, Bayside Academy here looks 
fairly, uh, they don't look small, but they don't look big either. They do have a left defensive end over there that looks like he, he's pretty big size, man. But they don't have a whole lot of size everywhere. They don't, and they don't have a lot of experience. They don't have a lot of seniors on this team. So it's a young team, even though they're in the 11th game of the season, and most of them have, you know, grown up throughout the season. we got a stoppage here. Let's see as the uh, play clock is not moving, the... Game clock is not moving. I think they've finally taken care of what they need to take care of. And we will get ready for the second and ten. Man, this is a big down here. Yeah. They need to pick up good yardage here with that incompletion on first down, make it a manageable third down. They're going to keep that tight formation this time. I'll be surprised if Goldsboro doesn't get this ball or McClintock keeps behind him one combination of that. Here we go, second and ten. It's going to be Goldsboro, off-right tackle. He's going to get hit at the 42, fall forward to the 43, maybe the 44. There's already a third and seven or six, and another big play. Yeah, big play, third and six. Probably a throwing down for Providence here early, but you got the senior quarterback back there, and you want to put this game on his legs or his arm here tonight and let him do his job. Spotted at the 44. Third and six for Providence. They had good field position. This is the first possession of the game. Just a minute and a half gone here. They'll keep the formation tied. Goldsboro is to the right of McClintock. Now he's going to motion to his left. He's going to be an inside handoff to Weatherford. Weatherford's kicking through. He gets outside the 50, the 45, the 40, the 35, and he'll be tackled at the 33-yard line. Very patient on that run, Lance. He looked like he wanted to go a little more inside. He kept on skipping the outside, bounced it, and got to the sideline, picked up good yards deep into our base. Bayside territory. Good patient run by Weatherford and got it outside. And uh, just initially, Providence looks faster than Bayside. We'll see if that ends up in the case. What else do they do? Bayside is selling out to the run line now. They've got everybody stacked pretty close to the line of scrimmage. They don't think Providence is going to throw over the top. First and 10 from the Bayside 33. Still the tight formation. A lot of shifting for Bayside. It's going to be handoff up the middle. It goes where he's got a hole. Maybe a first down. They'll yeah, the line really came off good on that play. They established the line of stems about five yards down the field. Goldsboro able to pick up good yardage. They'll give him 11 yards. And it is a first and 10 at the 22 for Providence as uh, this side formation is one, but they'll spread it out a little bit here. They'll bring two to the right side, Weatherford and Collie. Here is McClintock. He's going to run it himself. He's going to be uh, hauled down for a gain of about a yard, and that's all. Yeah, good penetration that time by Bayside. McClintock just tried to follow the back through the hole. Don't count for the quarterback, but they had good penetration that time from Bayside. No gain on the play. Spotted at the 21. And uh, they realized that a yard, but that's it. 18 on the play clock as they break the huddle here. Goldsboro to the left of McClintock, too wide to the left. Again, Collie and Weatherford. Here it is. It's Goldsboro again. He fights through. He's going to get to about the 17-yard line, which will bring up about a third and five. Yeah, he just found a little bit of a quick very side step. Found a little room in there. They had a lot of traffic inside. You got third and five. You want to pick up about two or three yards here and go for it on fourth down, I believe. Substitutions coming in. Hayes Lewis coming in. 
Abe Chancellor coming in. The coin toss has to play from the sideline here, and we'll see what this third and five call is. They've got to get to about the 12 for a first down. They're going to spread it out two wide, three wide to the right, one to the left. A lot of open room there. The coin toss going to have quarterback glass. The 15 to the 10 to the 5. Down, Collins McClintock, and they were over the tackle, so the middle was wide open. All he had to do was take a false step back and then go right up the middle. Untouched somewhere to the end zone. That's a 17-yard touchdown run for Collins McClintock. Four minutes in, 8-0-1 short on the clock, and Providence is up 6 nothing. The 7 ending this extra point. Jeter. The kick, it is good. So, good opening drive by Providence. The Eagles lead 7 to nothing. We'll take a one-minute break. Be back with more action right here on the ball. Come experience Dothan's new finest casual dining experience at The Cellar. Everyone already knows they have the best steaks and wine around. But now you can dine in every night in addition to picking up dinner to take home. And hurry up and book your Christmas party, because December is just around the corner, and they're filling up fast. The Cellar, Dothan's finest steaks, wine, and dining experience. Treat yourself tonight at The Cellar. You move over for law enforcement. You move over for cyclists and emergency vehicles. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative reminds you to help keep our line crews safe when they're working roadside. Alabama's move-over law requires motorists to move over and slow down when you encounter emergency responders and maintenance personnel with emergency signals activated. Help us out by keeping everyone safe so we can keep the lights on for you when you get home. Welcome back. The Providence Christian Eagles take it 60 yards on the opening drive of the game. 17-yard touchdown run by Tom McClintock. It's 7 to nothing. We'll see what Bayside does here on its first offensive possession. John Jeter is going to kick this ball off from the 40. He's done all sorts and kinds of kickoffs. He's onside it. He scored it. He's kicked it deep. We don't know what he's going to do here. This one is going to be a scooper. It's going to go right down the middle. It's going to be caught at the 29, and there's just going to be a big scrum there. Fall forward to about the 36, 37-yard line. That's where Bayside will take over. Yeah, Lance, and thinking Bayside actually practiced the scoop kick as they were out to the side, scooping it to the front end, just getting it used to uh, grabbing and then just cold weather. We expect to see multiple formations for Bayside on offense, but they basically run one back in the backfield and a couple of wing backs or some variation thereof. But apparently, Providence has prepared for all sorts of kinds of formations. Well, that's why you got to be disciplined defensively. You can't worry about doing somebody else's job. you got to do yours. A tackle that will bull its way out for a two, maybe three-yard gain to the 40, and that is all. Yeah, Thomas did a good job of stuffing the hole in there. They had three or four defensive linemen in there. Just a simple handoff. You had one back in the backfield. You had a wing back there to the left and just kind of a power play. It'll be about a three-yard game. Second and seven from the 40. You got a shotgun now. Three wide to the right and one to the left. Cunningham's a quarterback. He throws out in the flats. It is over the head of the intended receiver. Making a little bit of a dribbling on him as well as the... Uh, receiver there on the flats was open, but it went over the head of Jeremy Lopez. Yeah, that tail on he was wide open, and you like Cunningham just threw that one over his head, and uh, I don't know if it was a dream, or if he just uh, 
There's two lackadaisicals with it if you didn't follow through on the on the follow-up. Cunningham is a senior, listed six foot, 182 pounds on the official roster. Wins up third and seven for Bayside. They'll keep the three wide to the right, one to the left. Kind of a simple offense here. Cunningham getting rushed. He's pushed out of the pocket. He's looking. He's going to throw down the field. It's going to be over the head of everyone. Could have been a 50-50 ball, but it was misjudged by the receiver there, uh, James Jones. It was uh, single coverage and just kind of threw it up for grabs as he was thrust out of the pocket by a good rushing Providence defense. Good pressure by Providence. They had four or five defensive men back there on him. But you're right, the receiver just overran the ball. He got too far over here to this near sideline, and it was going toward the middle of the field. That'll bring up a front. Grant Weatherford is going to go back to about his 20-yard line to field it. Here it is. Got him in the angle, but it's going to go straight to him. It's going to bounce at the 27, right into his hands at the 20. He's going to get it back to the 27, maybe the 28-yard line. That's where Providence will take over. To Providence, you got to like the way this game has started. A three-and-out defensively, and then a drive for the touchdown on their first drive. And last, only one pass play on that first drive, so they got to feel good that they were able to run the football side. That's going to hopefully open it up a little bit that they can't throw when they want to. Very good uh, observation that marks you to the 28. Uh, go here in the first quarter. Providence leads something to nothing. They'll keep this formation tight. Here's McClintock. He fakes it to go for it. He's looking for it. He's lost open. And he's going to be grabbed by the face mask. There's the flag. Now McClintock will take off and he'll get five or six yards. And uh, that's all going to be for, for Moot because uh, there's a 15-yard face mask penalty coming. But Hayes Lewis broke open, and uh, McClintock, just about the time he saw him, that was about the time he was grabbed by the face mask. So uh, they'll mark that off in just a moment, and it'll be first and ten Providence. It was also close to a late hit down here on the sideline. They hit McClintock. He'd already taken a step out, and Coach Kenny Keith was a little bit upset, upset with the officials on that one. But you're right, I can pick up that 15 yards for that personal foul for the face mask. If he had been, a, if he had, had a chance to get that off, you're looking at a 72-yard touchdown pass because Lewis was behind everyone, and uh, he was going to just waltz into the end zone. But uh, nonetheless, uh, they have, uh, they are in the process of marking the penalty off. So when we start again, it'll be first and ten from the, well. And it ended up being. Uh, I'm not sure they did. They had two flags there. They may have. They may What's the face mask he's saying? Well, that, well, that ended up being a two-yard penalty. Well, they penalized him on the end of the run. That's what they've done. Okay, end of the run. All right, now there's a, is there a timeout. The, the, the coach down there is wanting to know why they did that on the end of the run. Coach Slagerman is saying to him, you can't do that. You've got to do it from the line of scrimmage or they take the play. Well, we, we were confused about that as well. And uh, what happened was... Uh, the quarterback comes McClintock was grabbed by the face mask while he was in the backfield and then he tucked it away and he got about seven yards. Yeah. So he marched the penalty off from the end of the run instead of from the line of scrimmage. Lazenby is asking if you take it. It's not a dead bat foul, so it can't be from the run. It's got to be from the line of scrimmage. And most they caused, but they didn't signal the, the personal foul hit out of bounds. Right now they're keeping the ball at midfield, which would give credit for McClintock run. It's been explained to Coach Lazenby. They're going to go ahead and use their timeout, and it looks like that uh, run is going to stand. So it's also midfield. Interesting. Uh, that, that was confusing to us as well, but apparently it is from the, the end of the play. 
And the other, the other thing that play does is it's going to soften that defense up a little bit. If they did, they had Hayes Lewis deep if uh, McClintock had got the ball off. All right, first and two from midfield. Here is McClintock. Here is goes for off left tackle. He's got nothing there. He cuts it back. Gets five. Breaks the tackle to the 35. The 33-yard line, 17 yards for this goal ball. And I thought they had him good to right. They had him just... Come out here to the left side of the line. They had it blocked off. Inside took a step close the middle and broke through a tackle and picked up 17 yards on the play. Well, actually, mark it in 31. So we just set it for 19 there. We'll go for a problem for business again. 6.30 left to go in the first quarter. Already up 7 to nothing. This is their second offensive possession. Moving the ball. Keeping the formation tight. Here's McClintock. Here's that inside handoff. It's going to Hayes Lewis. Hayes finds a little crease, gets to the 26, and eight of five. That's good. Good finds to put on first down. Very good run inside as they face to the goal square. He, he did a fast step outside to get the defense to follow him, and they hand it back off inside for uh, five yards on the play. Lance, I keep saying that, but they look a lot quicker. Goldenberg especially looks as quick as I've seen him all year. And I think he's a more confident runner now. Uh, he had a good game against Houston Academy, and he's taking a while to get used to being that starter. Yeah, I think he's getting better every game. He sure is, and right now they do look the faster team. Here is second and five from the 26 years. Goes well right at the middle. He'll get tackled for a gain of about uh, two there to the 24. That'll bring up uh, third and about three for a uh, first down. Again, I think you're down in four down territory, so... If you don't take a loss here, even if you take a loss, I think you should go for it. You're deep enough. You're in that no-man's land. It's a little too high for Gina's range right here, uh, but it, you don't want to find it either. So I think you've got two downs to pick this up. 5.15 and counting here in the first quarter. They'll break the huddle with 15 seconds left to go on the play clock. Keeping that formation tight. Here's Goldsboro near McClintock from the shotgun. He's going to get it off right tackle. He's got a big hole. Down inside the 20 to the 18. Easy first down for Gus Goldsboro. That hole just really opened up by the right side of the Providence offensive line. They drove that right side of that uh, base, base side uh, defensive line back, and a nice guy was picking up the first down. And they're doing a really nice job of uh, running this clock here in this first quarter. They're just winding this thing down. 456 and counting now. They'll mark it at the 19. First and 10 from the 19. <laughs> Same formation, basically, for Providence here. It's going to be Goldsboro again off right tackle. He's going to bounce it outside. He's going to cut it up now and get to the 16, maybe the 15, gain of about four. And, again, that's a, another time where Bayside has defended that play about right and still good positive yards for Providence. Well, what Goldsboro did there is he didn't – there was no room outside. He couldn't get to the corner. So he cut it up and got what he could. He didn't try to outrun him. And he cut it up and picked up the four yards inside. Yeah, gain of four will be second and about six from the 15, and that clock continues to churn here in the first quarter. Yeah. Providence already up, seven to nothing, knocking on the door. From the shotgun, McClintock inside the goals ball. He's going to keep it. Uh, will McClintock, he'll get down to the 12, maybe the 11, a couple of yards short of a first down. Yeah, it looked like he was going to get more than he wanted yeah. when he first started with it, but you're right. They're watching Goldsboro and uh, running it on him, and he pulled it out and took it himself. Keeping the defense honest. 
Last time they got down here, they spread it out and let him run the quarterback drive. And those spots that they don't have to spread it out and run something here. And it was wide open. That quarterback drive, they are spreading it out. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Third and about three from the 12. Here is McClintock. He's going to quarterback drive, and he's going to get to the 10. Don't see where they spot it because he needed to get between the 10 and the 9 for a first down. He may be a half yard short. I think he's got a half yard short. That was a good play as he got goes further, leading up through there on that quarterback draw. Kicked out the linebacker, and he wasn't quite able to break it all the way through. Not even a question for Coach King Keith. They are going for it here, fourth and a half yard. Inside three minutes now here in the first quarter. It's just been dominated by Providence. They'll spread it out again. Here's McClintock. He's going to quarterback draw to get the first down easily to the five-yard line. And just the easy, easy kicking for Providence says McClintock gets five yards. Yeah, Lance, that's three yards down there on the run that because they got him so spread out. And uh, they find it not adjacent to that. And everybody kind of knew that's what was coming when they lined up again in that same formation. Absolutely. First and goal from the five. Again, a good job of running the clock down. They're not rushing their plays. They're letting the play clock go down as well as the, as well as the game clock. That's right. So far, uh, about uh, two minutes into this first quarter, and Bayside is headed for three plays. Five seconds in the play clock. We're going to have to hurry a little bit here, as they do. It'll be goes to off right tackle. He'll fight his way forward to the goal line. They'll mark it right around the one-yard line. Second goal from there. Right this is a huge drop. There's a lot of different Happen to be upset with enough There's a little distance with those two score advantage. Right, your base side, you traveled three, three and a half hours. Uh, you're cold, and before you know it, you've played three plays of offense, and you're down by two scores. They can push this in right here. When they snap it, it'll be under two minutes, second and goal from the one. Here it is. Here's Goldsboro off left tackle. Easily wraps his head into the end zone. Yeah, that offensive line is doing a good job of just attacking that baseline defensive line, opening up nice holes. They come ready to play here tonight, Lance. No doubt about it. Uh, that off week, uh, wow, has uh, has it really refreshed this team? And they are taking it to Bayside here early. 1:55 showing here on the first quarter clock. John Jeter's as you report, will make it thirteen to nothing. If it's good, he's lined up for it. <laughs> Snap, hold, kick, up, a little bit angled to the right, but it's through. And so, we have 155 left to go in the first quarter. Providence leads base out 14 to nothing. We'll be back in one minute with more action right here on the ball. It's so nice to be together for the holidays. We're all in one place thanks to All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card. With All In's Platinum Rewards Card, we earn points toward airline miles to fly the kids home, gift certificates for this amazing dinner, and enough points to get cash back. We even got 500 points just for signing up and one point for every dollar we spend. Every dollar we spend with All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card is a purchase for those who matter most. Well, now that we're all in, can I dig into this pie? See website for details. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Let Auto Expo show you how easy it is to buy a quality used car in Dothan. They believe fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right leads to satisfied repeat buyers. Mike Jones and Moody Farr would love to assist you with the purchase of your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Mike hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody proudly offer for sale. Check them out on the web, autoexpoal.com, or give them a call, 673-1818, 673. 1.55 left to go in the first quarter. Providence scores in his first two positions at 14 and nothing. It's a swoop kick. It's caught at the 34 by Bayside. It'll punch out to the 42-43 yard line. And that is where Bayside will begin its next possession. Hard to talk about critical possessions in the first quarter, Mark, but Bayside needs to make something happen on this. This is a huge possession for both sides of the football. If Providence can hold them again and get the football back and get another touchdown and three points on the board, that is huge, and it really is going to make a big difference in this game. Providence's defense has only given up 14 points a game. They gave up 47 to Pike County, which is the most. But other than that, they've been getting up about 10 points a game, so it's a, a big hole for Bayside. Just coming in, looking at throw, he does. It's caught at the 50. Makes two people miss, the 45, the 40, the 35. And, well, there's, there's a positive play for Bayside. It was just a hitch, about a seven-yard hitch out on the left side. And Providence uh, had it defended pretty well, but the receiver made two people move, miss. And that was Loper, the guy that they missed on the other side early on the drive. That's a gain of about, uh, about 22 yards. Yeah, missed tackle by Providence by three players out there. That's what happens when you get good field position off the kickoff when you get script kick. First and 10 from the Providence 36. Here's a counter. It's going to go for about three yards to the 30. Two, maybe the 31 before the uh, running back is corralled. Loper again. Now they, they like going to him. Yeah, he's going to be a workhorse here tonight, I believe, as he picks up those two yards. Probably did a nice job of bottling him up on that play. But what I was saying is when you squib kick it, you give them the ball close to midfield, it opens up their playbook. That's right. Second and seven from the 32. Here's Cunningham. Got straight back. Let's it go. It's caught at the 25. Another miss. Maybe the 18 as um, the receiver is William Murphy and uh, did a good job of making the Providence defender miss and got extra yards. Looks like a first down. Yeah, Providence is playing awful deep on him, giving a lot of cushion out there. Out there, Cunningham hit him right in the hands. He was able to get it, and he spun back toward the inside and made the Providence uh, defensive back missing. Providence suggested that you may see Bayside try to throw over the top of it then because they are giving him a cushion right now. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Jacob Cunningham is a quarterback. First and ten from the 16. Here is a high snap. It's going to be a run for Cunningham. It's not going to go anywhere. It's going to be uh, a loss back to the 19. Let's see, is that uh, Hayes Sullivan, Michael Sullivan? This is Michael Sullivan on the tackle. Yeah, he uh, snuffed that one out, and that was a, a play that uh, a high snap caused the quarterback to have to hesitate a half second in the backfield, and that really wasn't enough. And I'm not sure he was going to keep it anyway. Is that looked like it was a little bit of a broken play. It may not have been, but you're right, the snap threw it off. And here's Cunningham. He's going to throw it out in the flats. It's incomplete. 
intended for Clark was here, but it really wasn't close to being completed. He got rushed a little bit. He, he, he felt that pressure yeah. in there, and he got rid of it. A little antsy with the football. We saw field goal kicker warming up a little bit in a warm-up. Quite inconsistent. We don't know. This may be four down territory here at the uh, 19-yard line. Pretty iffy, if you ask me, if they try to kick a field goal right now. They're already down 14 points anyway. That's right. You want to get some points here, and you want to get seven. Here's Cunningham. He'll drop straight back. He throws to the 16. It's incomplete. Loper tried to run before he caught it. Went through his hands. It'll be third and fourth and 13 now from the ninth. Roberts did a little better job there of the pass they had. Thornell uh, right on him. With the, the pass, but going out with the bottom down as soon as he caught it. See, you've got the entire. Well, I guess we got a timeout. Yeah, well, that's the end of the first quarter. So let's talk about what we do in the fourth and thirteenth play. This quarter dominated by Providence. The Eagles lead fourteen to nothing. We'll be back in one minute with second quarter action right here on the ball. At MD, I we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. One call takes care of all that garbage. Call Ronnie Knotts or Scott Smith at Mark Dunning Industries for quick delivery and low prices. Dial 9831506 to get the dumpster you need. We'll get it there quick. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Welcome back. Straightaway 35-yard field goal for Bayside will fall into the end zone. No good. So the 35-yard field goal for Bayside to begin the second quarter is no good. Providence will take over at the 20, and that's kind of what we saw in warm-ups. That was right at his edge of where he was kicking at warm-ups. Huge play for Providence. But I think Coach Lazenby fell locked down for it. He had to get something on the board. But he was kicking against the wind. He'd been better off. They called a timeout and kicked it the other way before the quarter ran out. Indeed. So no points on that possession as uh, Bayside moved it about 50 yards. Didn't get anything out of it. First and 10 from the 24. Providence here in Goldsboro up the middle. He finds a little crease. Gets up to the 24. And maybe the 25. So it'll be about second and five for Providence. Yeah, they're just running straight at it. They're very physical with this Bayside defense. Kind of running down with his, the defense has been on that field a lot. It wouldn't surprise me if they started running a little bit of tempo uh, to tire out this defense. Too wide to the right now, so a little bit of a spread for Providence. Here's McClintock. He's going to fake it, and he's going to keep it. And he's going to get corralled for a loss back to the 24. They may say he got to the line of scrimmage. But that's it, as uh, Bayside did a much better job of defending at that time. Yeah, they came from the outside and got him as the he get started. If they're not going to let, it looks like to me, defense, they're not going to let McClintock beat them. Because they are, have to find him another play. 35 from the 25. This is the first time, really, that this offense has been stressed. 
in the game. We'll see what they can do on this third down as they'll break the huddle with about nine seconds left on the play clock. See make sure McClintock sees it. Five seconds, four, three, and they'll call timeout. They just weren't sure, I don't think. That is, yeah, that didn't quite seem sure. This is a big play, even if they're 14 and nothing. This is a big play if they can keep this drive going. Yeah, I feel like they're going to run the football. They don't want to make a mistake this deep in their territory and give both sides some life here. As they dominated this whole first half, they have. They've had success with several different running plays. McClintock has, of course, scored on a 17-yard quarterback draw. Gus Goldfred had a couple of good runs. They've had some success with a couple of inside handoffs as well. So um, they just want to make sure they execute this ride and put themselves in the best possible position to make this. Yeah, you may see Weatherford come across on the inside handoff and see if they can't break it off the backside. And at this point in time, they're having so much success on the ground. They're chewing clock. There's just really not a lot of incentives to throw the ball. There's really not. Uh, they've only thrown it one time. Is that right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. All right, we'll see. They've talked about it. They're back at the line of scrimmage now. Both teams, third and five from the 25, early in the second quarter. Providence leads Bayside 14 to nothing. They'll tighten back the formation up. Here is a little switch to Rutherford. He's going to try to get outside. Now, look, right back, he's got it, the 30. And he falls forward to the 31 and a half. Good for a first down. He ends at Grant Weatherford. Good reason by Weatherford. They pitched out to him. He was supposed to get outside to that left side. But saw the lane come in, open inside. He's five, got six. First and ten from the 31. Clock running. Much couldn't have uh, scripted a much better start to this game before Providence. Uh, they've been very successful, scoring on the first two possessions and eating a lot of time on the clock. Here again, breaking the huddle late here, six seconds, five, four, three, two. It's snap. It's Goldsboro off right guard. He's going to pull his way forward to about the 37-yard line, game of about seven for Goldsboro, and he'll take that all night long. Absolutely. It looked like there was a lot of fan laughs, but he just kept turning his legs, and the lineman kept on going forward, and first uh Big surge of seven yards, six yards on the play. Line of scrimmage is the 37, so they'll give him six, second, and four from the 37. Basically, uh, they can play this game between the hashes the way, uh, the way they're churning yards here. Here's McClintock from the shotgun. Here's Goldsboro. Gets met in the backfield, but he's going to move forward to about the 40. Somewhere between the 39 and the 40, he'll be stopped there, so it'll be third and a couple. To keep the chains moving. Yeah, I'm not so impressed by this lap. Is Bayside is stacking up that middle yeah. to stop the run, and they just can't do it. It's trying to pick it up three, four, five yards a pop. The uh, ball is uh, just uh, barely touching the 39 toward the 40, and the line of scrimmage is um, the line to gain is about the 41. So it's almost a full two yards to gain here on third down. If your base side's got to feel like you've got to bring the backers on this one, try to stop them in the backfield. Sure thing, uh, it's sellout time. And they're doing it. Here's McClintock. He finds a hole. The 45, the 40, the 35-yard line, is they did, they were all out. And and express and take confidence to the 35. That's what happens if you see everybody and you take that first wave, there's nobody behind them. I mean, the clock is able to get through there. 
and a stumble. He may have taken it to the distance. Imagine 11 white jerseys all running to the line of scrimmage, and lo and behold, here's this one Navy jersey that popped out the other side. Uh, that was McClintock. They ran him down as 35, first and 10. Well, they didn't leave anybody back. You're right. They sent everybody on jailbreak on that one. And it still didn't work. That has to be deflating for Bayside. From the Bayside 35, here's McClintock. Here's that inside handoff. It's uh, Weatherford. He gets outside, turns it up to 30, to 28, and makes a guy miss to 25, and runs out of bounds around the 20 yard line. Grant Weatherford making things happen about a 15 yard game. Yeah, didn't know why he got out there. He's going to be able to turn it up, but uh, he just kept on going. And I think I gave up on him a little bit, and he got on the sideline and hit his way down through there. Thank you for uh, turning the wind off, Mark. Uh, we finally got a little relief from the wind just now, so I appreciate you doing that. Alfalon Thurman stat finally over there. King of 14, the market at the 21. 8.16 left to go in the second quarter. Providence right now in control, up 14 to nothing, knocking on the door in the red zone. Keeping that formation tight. McClintock from the shotgun, Goldsboro next to him. Here is Goldsboro. He's going to find a hole to the 15. Game of about five or six. Gus Goldsboro. Lance Watt makes wise Gordon so good in his offense as he doesn't overrun his blockers. Gus Goldsboro is learning that. He's being very patient when he gets in there. He's not going in there and just going as hard as he can. He's waiting for his blocks. He's reading them, and he's taking his time to get through there. No doubt. All right. Line of scrimmage is the 16, we'll call it second and five. As McClintock gets the play from the sideline, fellow breaks with about 13 seconds left to go on the play clock. Two wide to the right. Goldsboro is to McClintock's left. And it is McClintock keeping it. Falls forward to between the 15 and the 14, so he'll be about three yards short of a first down, bring up third down. Just keeping him honest with McClintock, let him know he's going to run the football if he, they want him to. At some point in time with that fake, there's probably a tight end or, or a wing back or someone down the middle of the field. Jackson Collins is tight end. That's his favorite target, so don't be surprised if he doesn't take a block and then uh, get outside and run the seam route. Third and three from the 14. Here come the Eagles. Ten seconds on the play clock. 6.53 and counting on the game clock in the second quarter. It's going to be an inside handoff to Weatherford, and he's going to get run down on the backside, and there's going to be a flag. We'll see what the flag is, but right now it's a two-yard loss as Mason uh, McClure for, for Bayside made a great tackle. Oh, they're holding on Providence. But you're right, they ran that one down, he had no chance on that play. It is holding, so they will back it up. It'll be third and about, uh, by the time they mark this off, it'll be third and about 13. That's a huge penalty out here deep in the face side territory. Well, we'll see what they do here uh, and what the play they decide to run. Uh, we saw John Jeter warming up pregame, and he was kicking them from uh, 45 out. We know that... He can make it from there, but I would say probably 50-50 from there. But you got a chance of getting a block, and you don't want to give a cheap touchdown back the other way. I think you just run two plays here. Play clock running, 20 seconds, game clock, 640. Here's McClintock. He's going to throw. It's a screen. Goldsboro gets it. He's tackled at the 29-28. We'll slip out by, by Bayside, and uh, that'll be a loss of about two and a half, three yards on that play. 
David Keene of Bayside. He's just a sophomore. He, he made the tackle there on Goldsboro. Now you're really in between everything. You don't have a play you can call for this fourth down play. You really don't want to punt it, and you can't kick the field goal from there. Yeah, I I I think 16. Uh, I think probably sure you don't take a five-yard penalty here and back it up and then punt it. Put it down there. Yeah, uh, or or throw one up for grabs in the end zone and hope he hope Bayside intercepts it yeah. too if you don't catch it. So we'll spread it out. So we wide to the wide, and there's going to be a timeout here. Coach Kenny Keith calls it, so they're going to talk about this fourth down play. Uh, you can be risky and throw it in the end zone if you want to. You just got to make sure if Bayside does happen to pick it off that you can defend in your run. Back. That's right, exactly. You don't again. You don't want to give up a pick six down here. You want to be a little bit safe with it. You got a 14 to nothing lead. You don't want to. You don't want to change the dynamics of this game on one play. The line of scrimmage is the 28, so they've got to get all the way to the 11 for a first down. I guess you figure if you kick the ball into the end zone, you're only going to gain, what, eight yards? Right. So you make him pick up eight yards or better just running the play. I don't know how often they practice it, but I, I think you could probably pooch it pretty well if you don't have anybody back for Bayside. Well, I'm, I'm wondering in that shotgun formation if McClintock could just pitch it yeah. and not get in the front formation, but get in your regular offense and make that into a quick kick. Exactly. And the way the defense has been playing, it's been playing pretty well. Uh, Bayside did threaten on its last possession, but came away with no points. Three wide to the right, which is the short side of the field. One wide to the left, single coverage out there. Let's see if that's where they throw it. They do. They're going to throw it to the single coverage. It's a jump ball. It's almost caught, but not quite at the five-yard line. As we've got a chance. Yeah, Chancellor had his hands down there. He just dropped it. Yep. That's sort of the matchup that they wanted to create, just single coverage and let Chancellor jump up there and try to make something happen. And it hit him in the hands, but uh, good coverage there as well, and it fell just incomplete. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of experience out there, but yeah, he was he was behind the defender back there, and he got in his hands. Going to get the ball over to Bayside now, first and 10 at the 28-yard line. 5.42 showing on the second quarter clock. Providence leads 14 to nothing. Mark Stewart has turned the wind back on, I think, higher than it was before. Three wide to the right, one to the left for Jacob Cunningham, the quarterback. He rears back, he throws over the middle, tips, and caught by Bayside at the 35. The 37-yard line, that's uh, one of Bayside's best plays of the game, and it was almost intercepted by Providence. Les Grayson Stewart tipped that ball, and the receiver caught it behind him. Grayson turned around and ran him down. If he had done that, he may have gone the distance, because he only had one man to beat back there. Good hustle play by Stewart, but it will be a 10-yard gain, good enough for a first down. They're moving the chains. They're trying to get those linebackers in those passing lanes as they want them to throw those slant pattern up and see if they can't pop one up. Here's a handoff up the middle. There's a little room there to the 42, 43, and now the 44-yard line as Clark Miltier is the running back, and he gets about seven yards be about a second and three. You know, that passing game for Bayside is starting to open up the running game a little bit. Yeah, yeah, there, there was a little hole there. Maybe the first one. 44-yard line to line scrimmage, so it'll be second and four. And on the base side, you just want to score before halftime to get the ball to start the second half. Yeah, you're right back in it uh, for sure if that happens. Here is another handoff up the middle. It's going to go for two yards. That'll bring up 
That'll be a third and about two for Bayside. It, it's just a play by Providence if they didn't let him break free. Big third down play here. Yeah, two yards to go for the first down. Just promise you may probably send one of the backers in there and see if you can't stuff the hole. Yeah. They're going to run it. Yep. One back behind uh, Cunningham, who's now under center. He's going to turn around and pitch it to the wing back coming off the end. He's not going to get it. He's going to get that. Let's go off. Hayes Lewis is in there. Michael Sullivan's in there. Let's see. Uh, who else is in there? For uh, Providence, Gracie Stewart is in there. It's a loss of a couple of yards. That play never had a chance. That's the ring of a fourth and six now on the inside side of the field at the 43. I don't know that you can risk it. I, I don't think you can, but it looks like they are sending the offense back in. Well, maybe they're going to try to get some of that back by trying to draw Providence off, maybe. I think this is a risky play here. Try to go for it from, uh, you're looking at fourth and a long six. Here goes Cunningham from the shotgun. He's just back. He's throwing it. It's incomplete. Off the target. Yeah, that, that play never had a chance. Yeah. The intuitive receiver was Joseph Smith, and uh, he, he was just, he missed him by about three yards. That was almost a desperation play early in this game last year. They're down 14. I think you punt the ball and take defense. I think so as well. Again, that was a pretty low percentage pass down here on the sideline. Uh, that tells your defense you don't think you can stop them. That's exactly right. So Providence takes over in Bayside territory at the 43. 326 showing on the second quarter clock. The Eagles are already up 14 to nothing. Looking to make something happen now on this quick uh, change of possession. Three wide to the right. There's that single coverage there. Let's see if they go to it again. They wanted to try that again, I think. Yeah, Providence called a timeout. Jeff Wilson saw something offensive coordinator called that timeout. Interesting. I think they were going to try that 50-50 ball again to eight chance where they had single coverage over there. But uh, I guess uh, I guess you're right. Uh, uh, Coach Goosey saw something in the matchup that he didn't like or the formation, and they're going to talk about this. It's Providence's last timeout of the half, if I remember correctly. That's correct. But you can't take them into the locker room with you, so you might as well call them and get yourself out of a bad play if you don't like it. But there's nobody over the top for Bayside, so there's man-to-man coverage, and, and Chancellor does have speed, so he can get deep. If you're just tuning in, Providence took two first offensive possessions and put them in the end zone pretty easily. It went into the red zone on its third offensive possession, but a penalty killed that drive. And uh, here it is again, starting inside Bayside territory to try to stick one in right before the half. They'll come back in that same formation. Yep. It's, and it's still single coverage. There's no safeties back here for Bayside. And here we go. It's going to be a little pass out in the flat to Goldsboro to the 45, the 40, the 35. And he's going to be tackled at the 32-yard line. First down, Providence gave about 11. Penalty flag down there is the official through it late. Did they, uh, did they get another pace mask? Let's see. It looked awkward. It looked like the goes were spun backwards a little bit. It looks like they're going to call this on Providence. Though. Yeah, the Bayside uh, players are pointing toward Providence. The, the flag is in front of the where the play ended, about five yards in front of it. So maybe there was some blocking taking place downfield, uh, holding, or something like that. So it is a hold. It is on Providence. Let's see if they mark it off from the 26-yard line where the flag is laying. Well, they're not. Uh, they're marking it off from the... Uh, I think it was a block in the back of what it was. Yeah. There you go. There is a block in the back. 
Oh, so uh, that brings the ball back to the 42, so it's a net of one yard on that play. But this is the second drive in a row that they've had a penalty when they had momentum going that stopped them and, and brought them back for a first and nine now. That's correct, and really I, I don't think that block in the back sprung anything. It, it was way in front of it. It, it had no business doing that. So it's a first and nine from the 42. Here's uh, Goldsboro up the middle. He gets wounded at 30. He'll be tackled right there, but it'll be another first down for Providence as Goldsboro just uh, slips right through and gets uh, 12 yards. Again, just blown it open right over the center and says, uh, Good blocking for Providence is uh, the Lions just opening up a hole up through there as Matthew Marsh is leading it from that center position. They certainly have. A 2.48 showing on the second quarter clock. Eagles lead by 14 there, first and 10 to the 30. Here's McClintock. Here's Goldsboro, same play. He'll get a couple there to the 28-yard line. They're better defended by Bayside to be second and eight. It looks like Bayside is bringing everybody from the outside in on that defense, and it's leaving that middle open. Yeah. As long as they continue to do that, if you're problems, you just keep on hammering away at them. Sure, why not? A few eight yards. You get uh, seconds off the clock as well, and it'll be second and eight here for Providence at the 28. Tight formation still for most of this game for Providence. It's going to be Goldsboro off right guard. He gets some yards to the 22-yard line, maybe the 21. He'll be a couple of yards short of the first down. Again, good yardage there. He just found a little crease in there and uh, slid through it. They'll mark it at the 22, so it'll be third and two. We're under two minutes now, and no timeouts left for Providence, so uh, you do have to be mindful of the clock. You're right at Jeter's range here where he's comfortable, too. Third and two. It's an inside handoff, and it's going to be blown up right there as uh, they're going to steal. Well, they managed to fight for a yard, as Hayes Lewis did. Uh, Carry a man on his back. Yeah, they want his back, and he just ran with him on his back. It'll be fourth and one from the 21. We'll see if they want to yeah, go for it. They're going to go for it. A minute 18 and counting, and again, no timeout. So uh, you got to be you got to be quick, whatever you do here after this play, if you get it. At the line of scrimmage quickly. Here's McClintock. Here's Gunsboro. He's mad at the 20, and he blows his way inside the 20, and I think he's got it. Got it. He, he, I'm never saying the ball came out, but I believe yeah, it. It's after the whistle. His forward progress had long ended there, and they're marking it right at the 20, and I really thought his forward progress had taken it inside, but they're marking it right at the 20. He reached forward with the football. So so here we go. The clock has stopped with 56.3 seconds left, and that uh, – that spot is right there, and they're going to say no no measurement needed. It is a first down right on the 20-yard line, 56.3 seconds left. They've got to be in a hurry now. There's no timeouts here. And uh, they'll, as soon as they spot the ball, I think they're going to start this clock. Uh, the officials are going toward the Bayside sideline. Oh, there's, there's a sideline warning. I think they like the spot for whatever reason. I think they wanted a measurement is what they wanted. I think the Bayside got a good spot on that one. Yeah. They blew the whistle and stop the momentum. So here we go. 56.3 seconds now. The game clock is moving. Here comes Thomas. It's going to be an inside handoff to Hayes Lewis. He's to the 15. He's to the 12. Well, it's about the 13-yard line. Got to get up and go. Got to get and go. They're quickly getting to the two-line scrimmage. The line of scrimmage is the 13-yard line. Here is McClintock. 35 seconds as they hand it off to Goldsboro. Goldsboro to the 10. 
and that's, uh, I think we're going to get stopped this year for a measurement. You got to block it. No, you got to spike it. All right. Spike and go to full center. All right. And they do. And uh, this will stop the clock. Well, it, it ran for a couple of seconds after the whistle. Oh, and that's a fourth down. Did you go for them for a fourth down or did you kick the field goal? I think you kicked the field goal, Mark. You don't have much time to play with your life. Yeah. And you don't have a time now left, so you don't really have time to think about it. You have to make the decision already. Uh, 26, 25, 24. Or well, they can throw one ball to the end on a couple. Well, no, you're right. It's fourth down, so you can't do that. Uh, it looks like they're first down. It looks like they're going to go for it here, and uh, then we'll see what happens. 19.8 seconds showing on the game clock. It is fourth and about six inches. And now they're thinking about bringing Jeter in. 20. Well, they reset the play clock. Well, there's some confusion. Uh, they're going to run the play here. No, they're not. They're going to run. They're going to run the. Yeah, they're running. Oh, there's all sorts of kinds of confusion yeah. here. Uh, they're going to. They're going to run off. They don't get this playoff. There was a shot going to go like that. Eight, seven, six. Jeter has run on. Five, four. And there's a stoppage. Did they, did they fight call up? Come out. There's a stoppage. The official is, is signaling the stoppage. And the clock's running. <laughs> They're stopping the clock because the game clock was running when it was not supposed to. That'll reset the play clock. Uh, and it did reset the play clock. But 6.8 seconds is showing on the game clock, and it has not been reset. No, it there should be like a 19. Yeah, there should be 19.8 seconds. And I'm sure Bayside can't be happy about this because this gives Providence all the time in the world to do what they want to do. Um, so a snafu on the clock is really, really helping Providence out here. And the officials were in a huddle at the five-yard line talking about it. Now, and Jeter is, is warmed up. He's been able to kick a few through, uh, kick a few warm-up uh, deals with his legs to get them loose and the blood flowing. And, and and there is an official that runs the clock. They yeah. bring an official in. It's not a Providence no, no, person down there run the clock. Uh, it'll be a 27-yard field goal when they get everything settled now. They've got 19 seconds back on the play clock, and now they're going to get ready to run this field goal attempt. Again, 27 yards from the right hash. The whistle is blown, so we're ready now. Weatherford to hold. Here's the hole the kick. It's up. It looks good from here, but we'll wait. No good. No good. It must have gone. Uh, yeah, it was to the right. He didn't get it to hook back in. Yep, from that right hash. So a little discombobulation right there. I know Coach Kenny Keith is kicking himself. I know he'd like to get points uh, on that, but it looks like that field goal just never got inside uh, from that right hash, and that will give Bayside the ball first and 10 to 20, 13.7 seconds now. We thought those timeouts wouldn't come back to harm, but it did. They really needed that timeout in their pocket to stop the clock. Indeed, very much so. So we'll see if Bayside tries to do anything, or they just uh, run a simple play and go to the locker room. They do take a knee. All right. Uh, well, uh, first two drives of the game for Providence. Touchdowns, and then since then, nothing, even though they had a couple of other opportunities. We certainly hope that doesn't come back to, uh, to buy them, but it was a, uh, a good, good uh, first half, and for the most part, for the Providence defense, for sure. And uh, the, the ball has certainly moved by the offense. But yeah, I think you're, you're right. Those yeah. last two possessions, they should have got points out of them. They hurt themselves with penalties, and then... Uh, 
I don't know if they poured time management at that end, but they just need that timeout back. That's right. That will be the end of the first half. They'll talk about it in the locker room, I'm sure. We will talk about it with you when we come back after this three-minute break. We're at halftime. Providence leads 14 to nothing. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Celebrate the holidays with a new GMC from Action of Dothan. Right away today in the 2019 GMC Terrain with the savings of $6,949. Take advantage of huge savings on the 2019 GMC Yukon and Yukon XL. Savings of $9,650. Celebrate the holidays at Action of Dothan. GMC. We are professional grade. Credits on restrictions apply. See dealer for complete details. Are you ready for action? Action Buick GMC. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616. 685-3616. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. Welcome back. We're at halftime here at Providence Christian School in the first round of the Alabama High School Athletic Association 3A playoffs. Providence leads Bayside Academy 14 to nothing. The Eagles took the first two offensive possessions, went down the field, scored easily, and we thought uh, it might be a, an early uh, house job for Providence, but uh, that's all the scoring in the first half. Collins Lefortox scores on a 17-yard touchdown run with 8-0-1 left in the first quarter. Capped off a 60-yard drive, made it 7-0. Then Gus Goldsboro on Providence's next possession in from one yard out. 
155 left in the first quarter, 72-yard drive that made it 14 to nothing. A couple of other trips into the red zone didn't produce points. Bayside had one uh, decent offensive drive in the first half, but it failed to come up with points, and that's uh, how we got where we are. Yeah, you couldn't have started any better if you're calling it because they were perfect uh, on both their first two drives to pick up the 14 points. But you wonder, they left about 10 points on the field at least, maybe 14 in this first half. It could very easily be 24, 28 to nothing here at halftime. And in a playoff game like this, when you get your foot on the throttle, you can't let off of it. And uh, penalties, which has hurt them all year long, is what stopped them on both of those drives. Is the momentum they were going down the field, had that holding call, they got one back, and then they had the block in the back. So, uh, They've got to regroup at halftime and come out like it's zero to zero because Bayside will get the ball to start the second half and they've got to be ready to go defensively. That's right. It's been a relatively clean play the first half, but the penalties that Providence did get were uh, were drive killers and uh, they uh, were unable to overcome either of those. So you're exactly right. So, it's a tradition here uh, at halftime. The home cheerleaders go, they retrieve the visiting cheerleaders, and they they get together, and they're wearing almost identical warm-ups, Mark. Yeah, yeah. And they look, I mean, Bayside could be cheering on Providence's side in the second half, and I would never know. Now, Mom and Dad might know. Uh, yeah, you would probably, yes. So I think some parents would be a little bit upset when yes. you do that. But uh, they just introduced the uh, Providence cheerleaders at halftime, and, and uh, now they're interacting with the Bayside cheerleaders, and there's a lot of talk going on in the locker room with the football players, of course. I, I, I'm, it's going to take something different for the Bayside offense to, I think, get back in this game. Uh, Providence has really done a good job of, of keeping Bayside down. Uh, Bayside's got a quarterback with a live arm, really hasn't been able to do a lot with it yet. Um, and, and really, they didn't even try to run the ball until its last offensive possession, so they've got to find something. Yeah, they do, and pun intended, they kept base out of bay in that first half. But you're right, though, that's as bad as they played, though. They're only down 14 or nothing. If they come out and can score on this opening kickoff on the second half, they're right back in the middle of this game. If you're powerless, you want to stuff them pretty quickly and get them a three and out, get the ball back to your offense, and... Uh, uh, see if you can't run some clock and uh, get back down in the red zone. But uh, you're right, Bayside, they had a little bit of success throwing the football, but I think what that's going to start doing is open up that running game some, and they're going to they're gonna try to run the ball in the second half. It's cliche, but games are won at the line of scrimmage, and Providence has won both sides of the line of scrimmage in this game. The, the running game has been there for Providence throughout the half. They threw it very little. And uh, they didn't have to. Uh, Gus Goldsboro, Cobbs McClintock, Grant Weatherford, Hayes Lewis all had uh, had decent runs in that half. And uh, they, they just controlled the line of scrimmage and got some easy yards. I'm sure they would like to have more points on the scoreboard. But uh, that is something that a lot of times when you just are physically better at the line of scrimmage, that's hard to overcome. It, it really is. And, you know, we've said it a couple of times, and I don't think you can overstate it. That week off last week for Providence seems to have really helped them. It did last year against Lamar County. It seems to this year in the first half against Bayside. And, uh, you know, last week, last they only practiced one day. They practiced last Thursday. The rest of the time they were doing a lot of lean study. Came back this week and had a normal week. And, and I really think that helped them. The other thing is uh, Gus Goldsboro. Gus Goldsboro was a backup running back until Wise Gordon got hurt. So he wasn't used to being in the flow of the game the whole game. I think he's now getting comfortable 
being the running back and being in the game at most of the plays and being on the bell cow for them. Definitely. And we obviously don't want uh, to look too much ahead until business is taken care of here. But uh, certainly uh, if you are looking ahead to the second round, more than likely, more than likely a Providence win tonight would mean that the Eagles would travel up to uh, West Alabama to uh, the Gordo Green Wave, assuming Gordo wins tonight, and we think they will. They're playing Union Springs tonight, and I think that's almost a given that they're going to win that game. But you're right, it's, uh, it's a trip. Providence made two years ago in the first round, uh, didn't fare so well. Gordo came here last year in the playoff game, and uh, Providence beat him here. You're right, it was, uh, it was like a three-point game, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 20-30-20 or something like that. And uh, then uh, Providence went in baseball up there and beat Gordo in the semifinal round, <clears throat> excuse me, in the baseball to go into the championship round. So uh, I think Gordo, their players anyway, would like to see Providence come up. Yeah, and of course Gordo uh, uh, has a lot, uh, a very rich football tradition. They've got a lot of good athletes, and it's always a tough trip to make up there. But we'll see. Again, there's still another half of football left to be played here, but we'll keep an eye on that game for you. As a matter of fact, We'll take this two-minute break, and when we come back, we'll see uh, what the rest of the Wireglass is doing in the playoffs and give you the scores that we have right after this. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Scott Stevens Tires show you what the Yokohama Geolender HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. It's one of the longest-lasting light tires on the road with exceptional all-weather handling, an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. See Scott Stevens Tires for Yokohama, Ross Clark Circle, where the only pressure you'll get is in your tires. Rebuilding a home can be expensive. Many homeowners don't realize that their insurance may not provide them with enough coverage to build the same home in the same location. Country Financial is one of just a few insurance companies that offer insurance that covers the replacement cost of your home, even if that amount is higher than the policy limit. Call Ray Rollins today at 334-792-9421 to find out more about our homeowner's insurance. Home insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company and Country Casual Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Must qualify for additional replacement cost coverage. Minimum insurance to value required. If you haven't discovered it already, you've got to try the cellar. Lunch, dinner, catering, game day trays for your tailgate parties, and the finest butcher shop and wine shop around. Come see the new menu, the remodeled dining room and bar, as well as the new private event room. That's right, the cellar now has two rooms to book private on-site catering events, and they deliver as well. Open Monday through Thursday from 10 to 9, and open until 10 on Friday and Saturday. Come in and treat yourself at the cellar. Members of Wiregrass Electric Co-op are turning small coins into big change through Operation Roundup. By rounding up their electric bill, participating members help build playgrounds, send deserving students to college, help wounded warriors, equip firefighters, and so much more. As your trusted and preferred energy provider, WEC is proud to support our community and sincerely thank all who participate in Operation Roundup. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. Welcome back. We are at halftime of this Class 3A Alabama High School Athletic Association playoff game. Providence leads the Bayside Academy 14 to nothing. There are a handful of other games going on 
involving Wiregrass teams, Mark, including one across town, Rip Hughes Stadium at uh, halftime. Spanish Ford leads Dothan 14-13. We thought it would be a close game. Oh, no, I got 14 to 14. Oh, really? Okay, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, okay, well, we'll, we'll double-check that then. And uh, Unless it's a close game. Uh, it's very, very close. You're exactly right. Um, the last score we have from uh, UMS Wright, Dale County, was quite a while ago. UMS Wright was up 7 to nothing. Uh, but that was uh, quite a while ago. He gets motor scored. Yeah, Thurmanton leads off 36 to seven in the second quarter. Thurmanton and defending 3A state champs. Uh, let's see here. Uh, McGill Toon is just up on Enterprise 14 to seven at the halftime. That's a little bit of a surprise. And as I told you before this game started, that Providence may have looked out getting Bayside Hill because T.R. Miller finished fourth and went to Pike County, and T.R. Miller had a better record. T.R. Miller leads Pike County 27. Wow. At the half up at Pike County. That's uh that would be a big shocker. UMS Wright thirty eight to nothing over uh Dale County at the halftime. Mobile Christian thirty six thirty five to six over Geneva at the half. Lafayette is leading New Brockton fourteen to seven. And that's uh looks like it's still in the second quarter. That's right. Uh yeah, the Geneva game, um, obviously Mobile Christian in control, but Kahari McReynolds took a Took a run 66 yards to the end zone uh, to to get uh, Geneva on the board. At that point in time, Mobile Christian led 28 to six. Geneva kicked off to Mobile Christian. They ran the kickoff back. So uh, that's a tough tough matchup for Geneva. I don't know how that'll be, but I remember a few years ago that Mobile Christian team came up here to play Providence in the first round game, and that's a very physical football team. So they they've got a physical style of offense they run. I do have a a second score on that Dothan game, and they do have it as 14-14 as well. Uh, Ufala leads Blunt 7 to nothing uh, midway through the second quarter is the last uh, score we had on that one. Did you give a McGill Enterprise score? 14-7. That's the one we have uh, as well. Uh, so a handful of other games going on as we get them. We'll be happy to bring them to you. Now the latest on Ufala Blunt is 21-6 to right at the end of the second quarter. So Ufala in good shape. You can call that one. As hot as any team in the, yeah. in the area. Update on that UMS Rydell County game. UMS right now up 28 to nothing in that one. Uh, I think it's 38 to nothing now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They're <laughs> putting up a lot of points. Uh, New Brockton, uh, the last score we had on that one, 7-6 uh, into the first quarter. 14 to 7 Lafayette. All right, 14 to 7 Lafayette. And that is up at Lafayette, I believe. That's uh, not a fun... No, it's not. Not a fun trip. No, it's not. All right. Uh, if we get any others, we'll be happy to give them to you. We're still at halftime here. Providence leads Bayside 14 to nothing. We'll go ahead and take a two-minute break. When we come back, there's a little game in Tuscaloosa that uh, might be worth talking about. We'll do that right after this. It's so nice to be together for the holidays. We're all in one place thanks to All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card. With All In's Platinum Rewards Card, we earn points toward airline miles to fly the kids home, gift certificates for this amazing dinner, and enough points to get cash back. We even got 500 points just for signing up and one point for every dollar we spend. Every dollar we spend with All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card is a purchase for those who matter most. Well, now that we're all in, can I dig into this pie? See website for details. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Highway. Auto Expo's friendly and knowledgeable sales staff is here to help you find the pre-owned car you deserve, priced to fit your budget. Mike Jones hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody Falk proudly offer for sale. Shop online in their virtual showroom at AutoExpoAL.com or come by the store at 4083 Ross Clark Circle across from the Holiday Inn Express. Buying a great pre-owned car is easy when you know the right people. Call Auto Expo at 673-1818. MD, I we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. If you're looking for a place to throw your garbage, pick up the phone and call MDI. Dial 983-1506 to get the dumpster you need. We'll get it there quick. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Welcome back. We're at halftime. Providence leads Bayside 14 to nothing. Game tomorrow at 2.30 in Tuscaloosa, LSU, Alabama. Mark, I guess you can believe whatever you want to believe about Tua's ankle because uh, we're getting it from from all angles. Uh, one being it's not his plant ankle, so... Uh, uh, it's not as uh, necessary for it to be 100. percent The uh, another angle being that, uh, that this sprain wasn't as severe as the one he had before, et cetera, et cetera. That's on one end. Then on the other end, Gary Danielson tweets out or tells someone who tweets out yesterday that he's watched him in practice and say whatever you want to. He doesn't have the same swing and step that uh, that uh, he's come uh, to know from Tua. So who knows what it's going to be like tomorrow. I'm sure Nick Saban is so excited that Gary Danielson decided to tweet that out yeah. for everybody. But you got to believe that the ankle can't be 100%, I wouldn't think. Right. And I think the biggest part is the psychological part that Tua's got to be able to right. trust the ankle to hold. Uh, they can't let him get hit. So they've got to try to keep him clean in the pocket, some quick throws. They like to throw the slants. He can get rid of it quick. I don't think you're going to see him going back and setting up to throw the ball deep early on in that game. We just saw John Jeter kicking a 50-yard field goal in warm-ups here, and it, it slid off the top of the crossbar and in. Uh, but it didn't get about uh, six feet off the off the ground either. So they, they really feel like this game may come down to him because he worked a long time after everybody went in to pregame warm-ups on his kicks, and he came out way before anybody else did and has worked on for the last, what, about five or six minutes. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's making my leg tired. But back, back to the game uh, to tomorrow, obviously, as uh, is the wild card, we just don't know what we're going to get there. I think, Mark, these are two very evenly matched teams. Both of them have very prolific offenses. Both of them have given up a little bit more than they're used to giving up on the defensive side of the ball. you got to give Alabama an edge for being at home, but you also have to – Maybe uh, give LSU an edge uh, for knowing you've got a healthy quarterback. Yeah, I think so. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Joe Burrow handles this. It's going to be his first really big game outside of Tiger Stadium. 
and it's going to be a, a big crowd, and the crowd's going to play a big effect on that game, him getting the plays in and getting them off. So, uh, you know, if it's like the Auburn game, they relied on just uh, not trying to go deep, but just trying to get the 15 to 20-yard passes and just drive the ball down the field and uh, just keep the clock running. But, uh, you know, it's going to be exciting to see. Uh, it, certainly it, it could put Burr right there in the top of the hive and race, I guess, if he has a good game there tonight, tomorrow afternoon. I, I definitely agree. And, and obviously there's a great story there if Tua does limp around and, and, uh, and out throw. Burrow too. Exactly. So I think uh, he jumps right back into it if he outperforms Burrow. And to be a good game, two thirty CBS. And I, I think the other angle for this, Mark, is can Alabama survive a win and get back into the playoff hunt? They don't have a signature win to this point. Like they obviously wouldn't if they lost yesterday. They do go to Auburn to end the season, but uh, more than likely that would put them out of the SEC championship, so that would be their only signature win. You're, you're right. If they beat them. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, what you worry about with two, I think, is that uh, he may try to rush the ball out of there and uh, not make his reads like he should and turn the ball over some. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they try to lie in the running game uh, more tomorrow afternoon or if they, they try to let two just get comfortable and throw the football. Uh, that's 2.30. Also at 2.30, it's homecoming at Troy. At Troy uh, playing Georgia Southern. Should be a, a heck of a game. The oddsmakers believe it will be anyway. I think Georgia Southern is the tiniest of favorites. But Troy obviously doing what it wants to do on the offensive side of the ball, Mark, but they just haven't found it defensively yet. They really haven't. They lost a heartbreaker last week over Coastal Carolina. They basically had that game won and let Coastal drive with two minutes to go to score the touchdown, and then they had an interference call and ends on the two-point conversion game, a second crack at it, and they won by one point. Georgia Southern, I don't know what the odds makers are seeing, but Georgia Southern went to App State last week, and uh, they knocked off App State for their first they loss, did. and they looked really good. Russ is a good quarterback. He seems like he's been there for 10 years, but uh, he's a senior quarterback, and so... Uh, you know, I, I just think that uh, Georgia Southern is, is going to come in a heavy favorite, in my opinion. And uh, I don't know who did the schedule on that, but they certainly didn't do Troy any favor by scheduling a 2:30 game up against Alabama LSU. Oh, no, yeah, it's a very good point. It is homecoming. There'll be a lot around that game. But if you want to listen to it, you can listen to it right here on the ball, pregame at 2:15. Got about two minutes left before we kick this thing off in the third quarter. So let's take a two-minute break. When we come back, we'll have third-quarter action right here on the ball. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aww. Okay, I'm out. Help. Nice doggy. Ow, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. 
Celebrate the holidays with a new GMC from Action of Dothan. The 2019 models are moving out fast. Take advantage of 18% below MSRP on the 2019 GMC Sierra 1500 Double Cab or SLE Crew Cab. Only a few 2019 models remaining. Save 8328 on the 2019 GMC Acadia. Celebrate the holidays at Action of Dothan. GMC, we are professional grade. Are you ready for action? Action Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Welcome back. Starting the third quarter here as uh, Providence leads Bayside 14 and nothing. Providence got what it wanted by winning the toss and taking the ball. And in the game, they went straight down and scored. Now Bayside gets what it wants, which is a chance to get right back in the game at the beginning of the third quarter with the points off this drive. Yeah, if you're Providence, you can't let up. This game's not won yet. you got to come play hard like you did to start the game. Hopefully, Jeter will keep it, keep it deep here. It is a squibber again. It's going to go to the 22, and it'll be run back there to about the 33-yard line. That's where Bayside will take over. And um, I'm sure Coach Kenny Keith told this Providence team there is we're nowhere near the end of this one, and to play it like it's no score. Yeah, you can't act like you got this one wrong if you're Providence. you got to come at them with everything you got like you started the game. Nice Tackle on that kickoff yeah. by Jack Cook as he upended the uh, Bayside uh, returner. First and 10 from the 33 for Bayside. They're going to go to the shotgun here, a two wide to the right and one to the left. Going to be a fake handoff. Cunningham to throw. He's going to let it go. He's got a receiver open at the 40, and it's dropped at the 35. He had three steps on, on the defender. It went right into his hands and right through. Boy, is that a deflating play for Bayside on the first pass. He felt the ball when he got in there. He got his hands up, and he should have had him down. And he just spat it all the way and, and dropped it. It would break the confidence on that one. It's one of those where you're so open, you're saying, don't drop it, don't drop it, don't drop it. And the more you think about it, the more you make it happen. He just didn't get his hands in the right position. He fought that ball all the way in. Second and 10 from the 33. Here is Cunningham from the shotgun. Here's the whistle before the snap. It's going to be a flag. It looks like movement on base side. They're going to talk about it, but yes, procedure Bayside, they'll back it up five yards. It'll be first, second, and 15. Boy, first first a dropped bomb, and then a five-yard penalty pre-snap. You know they talked about it at halftime. They said, we've got this play ready to start the second half. It's going to be there. All we got to do is execute. They dropped it. This was a team that ran basically seven, eight-yard short hitches all first half. Well, they set him up for this one. They got the, the, the guy up and going long, and he just glad dropped it. Second and 15 from the 28. Here's Cunningham rolling out, throwing, and it is incomplete. Would have been a first down. They tried an out pattern, about a 15-yard out pattern, which is a hard one to throw, and he let his receiver just a little bit too. Well, it's hard to throw it on the run. He was going to his right, which is the right side for his arms. Just in the turn, and he got it too far outside. They practiced that rollout in the warm-ups. 
Roll out and throw it out in flat. Now just uh, 20 seconds off the game clock here, and we're at third and 15 already for Bayside. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Jacob Cunningham from the shotgun. He drops straight back. He's stepping up. Let's it go wrong. It's overthrown as Seaver uh, had a couple of steps on the defender, but it was overthrown by about five yards. Yeah, Henry Lopez was the intended receiver. He didn't get a chance to set his speed. If he stepped up in the pocket, which brought his shoes down because the pressure was coming outside, but he stepped up and kept on running when he threw it, and when he didn't, got too much behind it. Just 27 seconds on that position for Bayside. Yeah, not the way they wanted to start the second half. Good start for Providence. A lot of Bayside not executing as much as Providence's defense, but you still will take it. Grant Weatherford, the field is front at his own 35. It's a low snap, but it's picked up. It's going to be a, a line drive kick that bounces at the 45, and the Grant Weatherford's just going to let it die. It takes the Bayside bounce all the way into the 28 yard line, so that's where Providence will start here in the third quarter. If you promise you dodge that bullet here to start this third quarter, you didn't give up a touchdown, even though they had some receivers open. Now you got the ball, you've got to get it back in your rhythm and just keep running the football at them. So here we go. And again, if you listen to us during halftime or if you listen to the first half, Providence dominated on the ground throughout the entire first half. We'll see what they decide to do here. They're going to spread it out to start the third quarter, two wide to the right. Here's McClintock. He's going to hand it off to Goldsboro. He bounces it outside the 30, the 35. Goes forward to the 39, maybe even the 40-yard line. If he does, that's the first down. Yeah, nice run by Goldsboro. The ball just pop out at the end, but I believe he was down on the play. Indeed, it'll be marked at the 40. It will be a first down for Providence. And, uh, again, a play that was designed to go off right, and off right tackle, and Goldsboro just bounced to that bounce outside, was able to get it around the corner and put the first down. Providence is really, when they get in that split formation, they're split from that line a lot wider. Now they'll tighten that formation, strong side right. Here it is. It's an inside handoff to Weatherford. Weatherford cuts it up to 45, breaks it outside the 50. He's got home the 40. He's got home the 30. There's a flag down, and Weatherford is going to go all the way into the end zone before it knocks that down. But when you see Todd Gisleyfock just standing with his arms, there's a flag at the 47-yard line. It looks like this one is coming back. Yeah, I'm not sure who well knows. Uh, they're jumping up and down. This is this looks like it is on Bayside. There's a flag laying at the 47-yard line, and uh, all of a sudden Clinton just began celebrating. So uh, yeah, he's moving from up here. Uh, they're saying that uh, it's on. Uh, looks like Coach Kenny Keith is going to decline this personal foul face mask penalty. And they will decline it, and that is a 60-yard touchdown run on an inside handoff. That really, really put some comfort into this margin for Providence. Absolutely. He did a nice job of breaking through the middle, then he cut it back to the outside on this near sideline. Went down through the five practical purposes. Carlson Clintock thought that was coming back. He sure did. He was very dejected, standing right over the flag, and then finding out that, no, they, they caught a little bit of a face mask there. So this extra point from John Jeter is up and good. 1036 left to go in the third quarter. Providence up 21 to nothing. We'll be back in one minute with more playoff action right here on the ball. 
this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616. Pippin Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. Welcome back early third quarter. Providence put the score on the board. They lead Bayside 21 to nothing. That personal foul face mask penalty is packed on on the kickoff. So they'll kick off inside Bayside territory. Let's see if Jeter just puts this one in the end zone. He does. Now it's going to be... Uh, in the end zone, out of the end zone, and they will bring this out to the 20. That's where Bayside will start. Well-executed run by Grant Weatherford, Mark. He, he cut it up and then cut it out, and uh, nobody was going to catch it. Yeah, and in the first half, Bayside did a nice job of stopping that run that they were grabbing from behind. He, he was able to get through there and through the middle of that line, and then, you're right, he cut down this near sideline. And uh, one person uh, kind of glancing at the 10-yard line. He stumbled forward and got all the way in the end zone. From the shotgun, Jacob Cunningham's the quarterback for Bayside. He's going to roll to his right. He's going to run it himself. He's going to cut up and get maybe a yard, but that's all. As, uh, again, well defended by that Providence defense. Well, Providence did a nice job of converging on him. He does not have a lot of speed, it didn't look like, so it's going to take a lot to get him around the corner. We'll get a, give him to the 22, second and eight for Bayside, and uh, this is his worst field position of the game, and it's uh, crunch time for Bayside if they want to get back in this. I think if you're Bayside, you go for that last pass again. You've got the, the one-on-one coverage. Looks like some movement early. It's a fake and a throw long. Here's Loper. Is he going to catch this one? No. Just overthrown. He made a dive for it at the Providence 40, but uh, just about a step overthrown as again. And he had a shepherd two on it. If I'm Providence, I'll start backing the defensive backs up a little bit so that they can't get beat. There's been three plays here in the second half in which Bayside uh, receivers have gotten behind the secondary, but Cunningham thus far unable to connect. The only one was dropped, actually. Providence is up on bump and run coverage, and they really need to back them off just a little bit. Second and ten from the twenty, uh, third and eight from the twenty-two, and there's going to be a sack at the fifteen-yard line. Down goes Cunningham. Whole bunch of Eagles converge there to bring Cunningham down at the fifteen-yard line, and uh, Bayside just going backwards on its first two possessions of the second half. Yeah, he never had a chance on that. Paulus was able to penetrate the line, and they brought him down as he. Uh, Got the roll out to his right, roll out to the side, but never had a chance on that one. Oh, here's Weatherford way, way, way back. He, in fact, I think he's he's going back. He's positioning himself to catch it on the first bounce. Is really what he's doing. Don't think he's trying to catch this punt in the air. Here's the kick. 
It is a line drive. It's going to land at the 45 and take a big bounce for Bayside inside the 40 um, to the 38-yard line. That's where Pop will begin. We've got extracurricular activity here. There's a flag down. Let's see what happens. I thought maybe we would get to go a game without this happening. Uh, we'll see who did what, uh, at least what the official saw anyway. Yeah, Coach Kenny Kemp is getting with uh, Hayes Lewis. Hayes is involved in it, and it's going to be against uh, Providence, it looks like. Looks like they'll back this up. The uh, line of scrimmage right now is to 39, and for uh, the dead ball, personal foul. No, no, it is on Bayside. This will put the ball into Bayside territory for Providence. So um, the crowd here reacted as if a Bayside player did something, and um, that's really what happened. Hey, it's okay. it's like the last hit. That's usually what happens when it hits last. Well, it's the one you get. That's exactly right. So that will make the line of scrimmage to Bayside 44. 9.09 left to go in the third quarter. Providence leads 21 to nothing with the ball. You know, Lance, the touchdown here could put this one out of reach. Pretty much so. I think so, Mark. And I think Providence knows that, too. Now we've got a stoppage and a timeout as I think Coach Lazenby for Bayside saw 10 players, I think, on uh, lined up there. And I think there was a player that was not on the field, so uh, some discombobulation for Bayside to start this third quarter. Yeah, this couldn't happen. This couldn't be any worse for Bayside the way they started. They've missed a couple of three open receivers, got a penalty, got them behind the chains, and uh, then gave up the long run to Providence for the touchdown. So uh, I definitely agree, Mark. If Providence can punch this one in, and it wouldn't surprise me to see if they uh, try to work that man-to-man coverage, that single coverage over there on the left side, and maybe try to strike quickly. If they do, 28 to nothing. Your defense is playing really well. Uh, very well could be a house job. All right, I think they got the 11th player on the field now. We're ready to go. First and 10 from the Bayside 44. It's a tight formation for Providence. It's going to be pitched to Goldsboro. He's going to turn it up to the 40, to the, he breaks it outside the 35. At the 33-yard line, but still a first down for Providence. He probably would have gotten six or seven more yards. He would have, I think, and say, would have probably got ten more yards yeah. and done five down. It's just a little quick pitch out to him, and he just reads the defense and runs with his blockers, picked up good yardage, and just slipped down as he made the cut. He'll get 12 as it is. And uh, first and ten from the 34, actually, they'll give him ten on that in a first down. Same formation, tied. Here's McClintock, fakes it to Goldsboro, looks to throw. Out in the flat, it's caught to the 30. To the 27-yard line goes Grayson Stewart. Grayson Stewart with the catch. He turns it up. It's uh, about uh, eight, nine yards, and that'll bring up second and short. They ran three receivers deep to run a defense off and brought Grayson Stewart over uh, on that little uh, seam right down to the bottom of it and uh, picked up the uh, good yards on the play. At the 26, they'll call it, uh, we'll call it second and two as that uh, third quarter clock running, 8-19. Providence up 21 to nothing, keeping the formation tight. McClintock takes the pitch short side, tries to make something happen. He gets brought down by about uh, four Bayside Academy players at the line of scrimmage, so that'll bring up third and two again. Yeah, they ran here to the boundary. Didn't have a lot of room to work. 
looks like Goldsboro's limping a little bit going back to that huddle. He fell awkwardly when he was tackled. He had one player tackling him low and two or three guys tackling him high. So one leg went one way and one went another. So he's laboring pretty good in that huddle. Yeah, so we'll keep an eye on that for you. As he is, uh, looks like he's trying to stretch those uh, hamstrings. That's the one position they can't afford to lose anybody. Uh, that is that's for sure. Here we go, third and two from the 26. At least Bryce and McClintock kept this. Uh, the uh, play clock was almost down to zero, and they caught it. So we'll have a timeout here to talk about this third down play. But yeah, it was one of those deals where. Uh, first guy that got to Goldsboro here on the right sideline was trying to tackle him, trying to tackle with his inside leg, had a hold of it, and then uh, two or three more guys came and hit him. All of that was clean, but now the trainer is out there during this uh, timeout, and they're working on the, uh, Goldsboro's leg as if he's got a cramp. But, you know, it's not a cramp, there. Uh, it's not. I think they're just making sure that that... Uh, massaging that leg, I think, yeah. So uh, it was uh, quick and easy, and he's back up. So uh, he seems uh, like he's going to give it a go here. Big third down play, third and one. He's got to see if they'll go for and fourth and if they'll get it. Ball's resting on the 26-yard line of Bayside. They have to get just inside the 25 for a first down. 7.23 showing on the game clock here in the third quarter. We're happy to let that clock run, too, and uh, drop it down as particularly uh, as possible. It's McClintock trying to get outside. He tries to cut it up. He goes to 25, the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5. He'll be angled out of bounds right there. First and goal, Providence, as uh, that was one of those deals, Mark, where does he have anything there? And all of a sudden, yes, he does have something there, and there he goes. Well, they hang him out there, but they overran the play. Out, he cut it back behind him and then got it to the outside, gets it inside the 10-yard line, first and goal at the 6. First and goal at the 6, 720. Well, no time ran off the video. <laughs> oh, the game clock there. So I don't like the game clock. Uh, okay, uh, just an extra play, I suppose. Here we go from the 6. Here's Goldsboro, off right guard. He goes, bulls his way into the end zone. Goldsboro from 6 yards out. Almost up four scores, 27 to nothing with the extra point giving. Lance, it looked like they picked up some confidence after that Houston Cannon game when they put some points on the board for the first time in several weeks, and uh, it's carrying over tonight. Indeed it is, and uh, Providence has really dominated this game, and they've jumped out here in the first half of the second, uh, first half of the third quarter and uh, put a couple of more scores up and in complete control. Here's Jeter's extra point. Snap, hold, good, kick. It's up. It's a little bit to the left. Did he get it in? He did. 7-18 left to go in the third quarter. Providence in control. 28 nothing. We'll be back in one minute with more third quarter action right here on the ball. Crossover vehicle owners, now there's a tire just for you at Scott Stevens Tires. Go beyond where the road ends with the Geo Lander AT Geo 15 from Yokohama. This all-terrain tire has been engineered to give you the ultimate traction across all conditions. Whether you're rolling down the highway or leaving the pavement behind, they guarantee you'll love Yokohama's. Which is why they provide a satisfaction guarantee 30-day trial and a warranty for up to 60,000 miles. Scott Stevens Tire, Ross Park Circle, where the only pressure you'll get is in your tires. 
Rebuilding a home can be expensive. Many homeowners don't realize that their insurance may not provide them with enough coverage to build the same home in the same location. Country Financial is one of just a few insurance companies that offer insurance that covers the replacement cost of your home, even if that amount is higher than the policy limit. Call Ray Rollins today at 334-792-9421 to find out more about our homeowner's insurance. Home insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company and Country Casual Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Must qualify for additional replacement cost coverage. Minimum insurance to value required.
puts his head down and gets about three yards to the 40, maybe the 41, it'll be second down. Yeah, he wanted to try to get outside on that play, couldn't get there, said so he could it up inside, picks up three yards, gets what he can, come back for second down. If you promise, you got to keep the foot on that accelerator here, though. you got to keep moving forward. 534 showing here in the third quarter. Providence leads Bayside 28 to nothing. Second and seven from the 41. And uh, because Providence has kept this ball on the ground uh, the great majority of the game, uh, that clock is just being chewed up uh, by that Providence offense. Here is uh, Goldsboro. He bulls his way inside the 45. He gets up, breaks the tackle, gets inside Bayside territory to the 49-yard line. First down. Yes, I can't say enough of how impressed I am with that young man. He's got hard, and he's just running hard right now. He had he should have been thrown down about five or six yards before he was, but he blows over a couple of base uh, base five uh, defenders and just kept going. He, uh, he has really, really matured. Not necessarily. I'm sure he's a mature young man anyway, but I just mean from a football standpoint, and you can just see him getting more confident, more. First and ten from the Bayside 49. It's Goldsboro off left tackle. He uh, finds his way for about seven yards to the 42-yard line. And uh, the, the, yards are, the yards have always been easy this game for Providence, but they're just getting six, seven yards every time somebody touches the ball. Let's turn a lot to old Providence offense again now that everybody seems comfortable with the role in it. What we've seen all night long, Mark, as long as the Eagles don't beat themselves with a penalty, they're going to take it down. Absolutely. They're going to run as much clock as they can. Second and three from the 42. Fake pass. McClintock over the middle into a seal. Intercepted. Is it intercepted or did it hit the ground? It is incomplete. It is. They're going to say the ball didn't hit the ground. There was a triple coverage there as McClintock just threw it up into a sea of players. It was almost intercepted by Jeremy Loper, but he went high up, had his legs taken out from under him, so his back was the first thing to hit the ground. He jogged the ball away, fell onto the turf, so that makes it uh, third and short. Well, Bayside sent a linebacker on the blitz. When he got back to McClintock, McClintock stepped back to throw it, got nothing on the throw, threw a jump ball, and lucky to get that one back. Yeah, indeed. Third and three from the 42-yard line of Bayside for a late showing here in the third quarter. I think you just stick to your running game now. Probably so. Wouldn't be surprised to see, um, to see that. Oh, uh, Thunder, and it's picked up by... by uh, Goldsboro, he's going to get tackled for a three-yard loss as uh, the exchange between McClintock and Goldsboro just never happened. The ball was flying up in the air. Goldsboro snatched it out right before he got tackled for that loss. I think it's no choice. You've got to punt this football. I don't think you go for it. But they're sending the offense back out on the field on the balls on the 33-yard line. Yeah, down in about what, six. Yeah, I guess uh, he is supremely confident of their defense to be able to stop regardless of what the line of scrimmage for Bayside is if they don't get this. Fourth and six. Are you going to see that off side? Is second from the play clock three, and they'll call a timeout and probably punt this ball away. Yeah, they were trying to down my side. They wanted to pick up the first down, but they got it close enough that they could go for it, I think. Yep. 3.24 in the third quarter. Providence, uh, two touchdowns here in this quarter to stretch that 14-0 lead at halftime to 28-0 now. 
I don't see Jake Smith out there yet. Now he do. He's yeah. coming out there, and he's almost got a punt. Yeah. They'll punt this ball away and see if they can pin Bayside pretty deep here. And if you're Bayside, you're into desperation where I think you're, you're just going to have to chunk this ball around and see if you can hit a big play. About all, all you can do. And I think they may try to block this punt as well. They've got 10 men right on the line of scrimmage. After the timeout, here is the punt attempt for Providence. Snap is pretty good. It's kicked, and it's uh, going to be angled at the sideline. It's going to fall somewhere between the 30 and the 25, I think. Let's see where they put it. They're going to say it went out at the 28-yard line. So not the greatest punt, I'm sure, but he was under some pressure. You'll take it. Yeah, you didn't get blocked, and you didn't give up a big play, no doubt. And Bayside has not shown they're going to drive the football to the roof of the field anyway, so you just go out and play defense. Again, though, they're playing uh, bump and run coverage on both sides with their, their defensive backs and, you know, nobody over the top. That's right. Nobody over the top. Here is Cunningham straight back. Throws it. It is caught. Nope. Uh, good defense this time. It uh, hits the hands of the receiver, but Jake Smith comes and knocks it out of the hands of the receiver. It'll be second and ten. Did a good job of your ride closing in on that when the pass got there. Jason Stewart comes off limping. William Murphy was the uh, receiver there, and it went into his hands, but he was immediately hit by Smith. The ball popped out, incomplete, second and ten. That guy's strong throw, maybe, uh, maybe too strong. Not too much mustard on Here's uh, Cunningham driving straight back again. It's a little screen attempt that goes nowhere as it was well defended. It wasn't going to go anywhere. It had it connected. Providence snuffed that one out, too. Well, I'm not sure where the running back was on that yeah. play because they let the what you do on screen pass, mm -hmm. but there was no running back out there. He kind of took his time to get over in that little uh, alley, and uh, nothing for Cunningham to do but eat the football. So I guess just throw it away. Yes. Third and 10 at the 28-yard line. Just a complete uh, dominant performance this far by Providence, both sides of the ball. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Cunningham drops back. It looks, chunks it down the field, and it is caught this time by Walker, the 25, the 20, the 15, the 10. Touchdown, Jeremy Walker. That goes to 72 yards. They've had it two or three times tonight. That time, Walker pulls it in, goes all the way. Well, that's the one thing you couldn't have happen is let them hit that big play like that. It's still 28 to 7, but you don't want to give them any life. 2.53 now, and um, they'll kick this extra point. If it's good, it'll be 28 to 7, and that may put a little pep in the step of the Providence offense now. Here is the extra point. It is up, and it is good. 253 left to go in the third quarter. Bayside is on the board, 28 to 7, and we'll be back in one minute right after this. Come experience Dothan's new finest casual dining experience at The Cellar. Everyone already knows they have the best steaks and wine around. But now you can dine in every night in addition to picking up dinner to take home. And hurry up and book your Christmas party because December is just around the corner and they're filling up fast. The Cellar, Dothan's finest steaks, wine, and dining experience. Treat yourself tonight. 
at the cellar. Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is more than a power provider. We are a dedicated member of this community, and we care about the education and development of our young people. That's why WEC is a proud sponsor of our local athletic programs. High school sports teach our youth teamwork, dedication, and leadership. As your trusted, preferred energy provider, Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is focused on developing leaders today who will make our community better tomorrow. Here we go inside kick attempt. It's, it's a scramble for it. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. At the 45 yard line, I promise. They're trying to unload it. Let's see who comes out of it. It's ball. Has it. No, 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 one player finally saw it, but it bounced off his helmet. Bayside recovers up to 45 of Providence. Well, they let the ball play in instead of playing the ball. Well, here comes Bayside. Cunningham. Face it. Looks to throw deep again. Here we go. It's a jump ball situation at the 10. It's intercepted by Pitt Pitt at the 40-yard line. What a great play. It was a 50-50 ball. Jake Smith had great, great position on there and just jumped up there and got it. It'll be Robert's ball at the four. So hey, and just like you tell him to went back there, got a speed under him, got it at a high point, never got the receiver an opportunity to get it. You'll take that interception inside the five-yard line. So much for that onside kick a recovery that had given Bayside momentum for sure, and now Providence can, if there has one line of scrimmage on offense all night long, they can really turn some clock here if they want to. Here we go. Here's Gus Goldsboro. He's a man in the backfield, falls forward, gets about to the six-yard line. He'll get two, but Bayside's really selling out to Mark uh, to try to keep anything from happening between the tackles now. I'm not sure if you want to pass the ball down here or not. You don't want to turn the ball over and give them more life down here in your own territory. They've had some success with just a simple little pitch outside. Uh, well, you, you maybe you pitch it and let the, let the running back throw the football. Well, I, uh, there's certainly an ability for a big play to be hit here because uh, Bayside's really sold out here. They're going to go outside. McClintock's going to run the ball. He's picking his way through the 10. The 13, line up the line to gain there between the 13 and the 14. We'll see if he got it or not. Uh, good run by College McClintock. Very good run. He ran his blocking really well, picked his way through there. Got it right there, and they're going to play first down. Good, good job by the first time. Not only did he get the first down, he stayed him down. Clock is running here. Well, as soon as they set the change, the clock will be running. Now they should be able to run this full out, if nothing else. First and 10 from the 14 now. Taking a long time getting this play in there. Sure are, and they've already used a couple of timeouts. They've really got to hurry now. Still in the huddle with eight on the play clock. It's just not going to, they're not going to get this off. And, and Kenny Keith sees it, and Kenny Keith calls timeout. Uh, we actually did get it off with one second, but he got the timeout before they did. Yeah, it was just, it was probably too much of a rush, but because Providence is back there around the 14-yard line, the Eagles can't go any further than the 35, and so 
basically uh, you've got players that are running on and off the field carrying plays in, and it's just a nice little 25-yard run to the other life. So it takes time. You've got yeah. them ready to go. Lance Bayside has shown here in this third quarter that they can score in a hurry. They can make big plays in that passing game. So uh, you want to run some clock and certainly not give them the ball because one play and they can have another touchdown on the board. No doubt about it. Uh, one nineteen showing on this third quarter clock. and When they look back and see that interception was just huge because if they, they hit that one and make it 28-14, to 14, they got the whole fourth quarter to continue the comeback. No doubt about it, and they obviously showed the ability to score very quickly. So I had talked about it here. They saved that five yards that was coming on that penalty, and it'll be first and ten from the 14. High formation for Providence. Here's an inside handoff as Weatherford is going to get met for a loss. He'll lose about three yards as, again, a complete sellout for Bayside against the run, and it's going to blow the Eagles for a loss of three. Yeah, they, Bayside's done a good job of catching that from the backside as they come from the back end over there and drag them down from behind. Play coming off first for Providence again. He'll be second and 13 from the 11. That's Carlos Nelson that came off Lincoln. Here's McClintock from the shotgun. He's going to hand it off to Goldsboro. Goldsboro is going to fall forward, tries to get back to the original line of scrimmage. Maybe that's probably enough it is for the last play of this quarter. It'll be third and ten when we start the fourth. So two touchdowns for the Eagles. One for the Admirals. That's basically the story of the third quarter. It'll be third and ten. When we start the fourth quarter, 28-7, Providence leads at Bayside. 11 seconds here showing on the game clock. They'll let it wind down, and when they do, that will be the end of the third quarter. One more quarter left to play here in the Class 3A playoff first-round game between Providence and Bayside. Eagles lead 28-7. We'll be back in one minute with more action right after this. It's so nice to be together for the holidays. We're all in one place thanks to All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card. With All In's Platinum Rewards Card, we earn points toward airline miles to fly the kids home, gift certificates for this amazing dinner, and enough points to get cash back. We even got 500 points just for signing up and one point for every dollar we spend. Every dollar we spend with All In Credit Union's Platinum Rewards Card is a purchase for those who matter most. Well, now that we're all in, can I dig into this pie? See website for details. Federally insured by NCU. Let Auto Expo show you how easy it is to buy a quality used car in Dothan. They believe fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right leads to satisfied repeat buyers. Mike Jones and Moody Farr would love to assist you with the purchase of your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Mike hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody proudly offer for sale. Check them out on the web, autoexpoal.com, or give them a call, 673-1818-6. 73-18-18. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F. W-2618-T. W-296-DQ. Dothan. Welcome back. Start of the fourth quarter. Third and ten for Providence at the 14. It's going to be a run from McClintock. McClintock's going to try to get outside to the 15, but it will be run out at the 19-yard line. That'll be about five yards short of the first down, and it will force an eagle punt. 
Yeah, you know, good idea that the father of some offensive players, that he has no man to be, couldn't quite get around him, but picked up some yardage so they can have room to turn out. Indeed. And they did take a few minutes off the clock there, and it will be Jake Smith who had the interception there to end Bayside's last drive, coming back to punt. Smith ready to take the snap. They're going to let the play clock go all the way down. Smith lets it go. It's a good kick. It's going to go over the head of the Bayside. He's going to fumble it. He's all about it. It's a I believe they do. As the Bayside returner tried to field it right at the sideline, he touched it. There was an eagle there. I think he got it, Martin. He got it. If he lost it in the pile, I don't know, but the Eagles jumped on it. We don't have a signal yet. Still don't have a signal as everybody's walking away. Unless they're going to say he's out of bounds when he got on it. I don't think he was. I think it came from inside the guy and got it from the playing field. The Bayside offense is staying out there. The Providence defense is staying out there. So we're going to say the Bayside, I'm not sure how that happened. His problem definitely fell on it. Johnny on the spot right there to get the ball was Patterson Connor, I believe. And... Um, Again, it looked uh, for sure from our standpoint like the ball was touched. It stayed in bounds. Connor goes on it, and then there was a scrum after that. But they're going to say first and ten Bayside after 38. And I'm not sure what the Bayside player was because right there on the sideline, it was going to go out of bounds. He couldn't probably be able to make any, any uh, progress with it. All right. Bayside struck quickly a couple possessions ago. They got the onside kick and threw an interception. Let's see what they do here. It's Cunningham from under center. It's a handoff to Loper. Loper will get nothing. They lose a yard there as uh, the running game has just not been there at all. Yeah, I think Bayside's going to have to go to just passing attack now. Yeah, they'll, they'll be down 21 points. You're not going to be able to run the ball and uh, make a 21 point. It'll be a loss of a yard, second and 11 for... Bayside. I guess you're just thinking you have to make Providence pay a little bit of attention to the run, but at this point in time, kind of got to throw caution to the wind. Three wide to the right, one to the left for Cunningham. He's going to drop straight back, and he's going to launch it over the middle. Roper. It's incomplete. Actually, that was Murphy. Good uh, defense there. Was that a chancellor on the defense? I it was. As uh, it was along about uh, 50 yards in the air. And well, what happened was he got it too high. He didn't. He should have gone ahead and just gunned it down there. He got up too much air under it and just kind of flooded down through there. So now it's third and 11 from the 37-yard line. Providence seems content, though, to play that, uh, that bump and run out there and just see if they can't stay with them. Indeed, that's what we've seen the whole game. And it's only really booked in one. Here we go. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Over the middle. It's a flat. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, Smith got just a little bit early in on Murphy then on a on an, uh, cut in. Uh, just beat, beat the, the ball didn't quite get there in time. Murphy um, was the receiver, and Smith made contact right before the ball got there. That'll be pass interference. Yeah, you might as well just let him catch that attack. Yeah, I think the ball gets there instead of trying to 
get in front of all the that's, that's a hustle penalty. You don't really mind getting, although it definitely kept the drive alive, and you don't want that. But it's certainly better than a, an after-the-right play penalty that we've seen a lot. So, nonetheless, the Mark Lapp will be first and 10 at the Providence 48. Keeps the drive alive for base stop. And it stops the clock. It does stop the clock. 10 16 left to go in the game. Here's a run by Cunningham. He breaks a tackle to the 40. He gets outside the 35. The 40, he can fly. The 20. And he is struck down. It is an exact fumble. No, they're going to say he was down at the 15-yard line. My goodness, where is he been behind? He showed some speed and there was a clothesline tackle. If they grabbed him pretty high and then strung him down, no penalty on the plate. They did not get a face mask or a horse collar, so it was a legal play. It was a legal play. It was up high. Uh, the, the Providence defender's hand got up there around just below the helmet, but I don't think there was anything wrong with that. That'll be first and 10 at the 14. And again, Cunningham looked like he could fly when he got my My goodness, why, why aren't they trying to do that before? Uh, first and 10 from the 14, three wide to the right. Here's Cunningham, drop straight back. He's going to roll to his right. He's got some room. The 15, the 10, the 5. He gets the corner, touchdown. Touchdown, Jacob Cunningham. And uh, it's like... With 951 left to go in this game, and all of a sudden, hey, you've got a very fast quarterback. This game is not over. The quarterback looks like he's hurt. Cunningham's a little bit hurt down there. He really, really, really gunned it to the corner there and uh, left, his, uh, left his feet there. Took a little bit of a hit there at the pylon, and he's kind of limping back. He's the holder for this extra point. The best block was made by the official there. The official got in the way of the Providence linebacker, and he couldn't get out there. So Cunningham will hold for Joseph Smith. The extra point is up, and it is good. 9.51 left to go in the fourth quarter. Two scores unanswered for Bayside. They're back in this 28-14. We'll be back in one minute with more action right after this. One call takes care of all that garbage. Call Ronnie Knotts or Scott Smith at Mark Dunning Industries for quick delivery and low prices. Dial 983-1506 to get the dumpster you need. We'll get it there quick. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business. Apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Welcome back. 28-14. Providence leads Bayside. Bayside just put it in the end zone and then kicked it out of bounds on the ensuing kickoff. So Providence will begin this drive at the 35. But I'm just amazed at the speed of the quarterback, Jacob Cunningham. He uh, had two big runs, of course, the last one, the touchdown run, but my goodness. Patterns has done a nice job of keeping him bottled up the whole game until this fourth quarter, and uh, he's really showing you right the speed that he has. Good break for problems. The ball goes out of bounds, gets down the 35-yard line. 
Lucky Providence, you just need a good, clean drive. No penalties. Just keep moving the chains and uh, get about five minutes off this clock. Right. 9.51 here as Providence will begin this drive at the 35. They've owned the line of scrimmage thus far. We'll see now if they can uh, get a few first downs. It's going to be close to Goldsboro. Goldsboro gets a good block from Ace Lewis to the 40. He breaks it to the 50. He's got one man to the 30. He's going to hit Doug out there at the 20 yard line. Will just Goldsboro, but that's true. He's going to impact squarely in Providence's favor. He'll break off. Let's see. 10, 20, 30, 40, about a 45 yard run. They did a nice job of filling that in that corner, and when he did, there was nobody out there. They had everybody coming out to the run. Is there a flag? Uh, the, yeah, there's uh, there's one about the 40-yard line. Uh, let's see what uh, what they say it was there. As uh, it's really a personal foul on Bayside. That's the third big penalty they've had in the second half. Yeah, the Bayside players kind of throwing their hands up like I don't know what we did. Nonetheless, uh, you're going to mark it off from the end of the run, which is at the 20, so it'll be first and 10, or either first and goal, right at the 10-yard line. Huge penalty on Bayside. I think the ball is touching the 10-yard line, so it will be first and goal. That's right. So in a... 12 seconds, the line of scrimmage has changed 70 yards almost. Oh, one play draw with a big penalty on that, too. Here we go, first and goal for Providence at the Bayside 10. Tight formation for McClintock. Goes about to his right. It's going to be a sweep for Weatherford. Weatherford's going to cut it up and cut it in. Put it in, go, touchdown. On the inside, he ended off the sweep, and he cuts it in for a 2 yard touchdown run, and that uh, makes a lot of people lose a lot easier on the Providence sideline. Beautiful kick-out block by Goldberg. He got on the end and kicked him out. He was able to get Weatherford to turn inside and got straight into the end zone. Not bad. That will cap a 65-yard drive. Couple of plays and a penalty, and it's 34 to 14, sending this extra point. John Jeter, kick is up, and it is good, and it goes in the woods, and we may never see it again. <laughs> 35 to 14, Providence leads. Face 9:25 left to go in the scene. We'll be back in one minute with more action right after this. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Welcome back. Medium squid kick this time for 
five minutes. It's picked up at the 19 to return to the 33. That's where Bayside will begin. This drive. Well, we had a lot happen here. Yeah, that may have been the backbreaker, though, for Pilots to be able to hold on to this game. 35 to 14 with nine minutes and 19 seconds to go. Lance, a score update from Ripley Stadium, Spanish Fort, and Jason are in the fourth quarter, still tied 14 all. Wow. Now, it's been a long time since we've seen Dothan held the couple of touchdowns out here in the fourth quarter. First and 10 from the 33. Here's Bayside. They've got some offense going here in the second half. Now they'll drop back. Here's Cunningham. He's going to launch it. Single coverage here. And it is... And it's the five-yard line. That ball was thrown from the 20-yard line all the way to the 30. Uh, that is... a. Uh, at 50 yards in the air, and he didn't step into that one. He kind of stepped back. He was getting a rush there and really kind of had to take a step to the side. The intended receiver was Zachary Kiltrell, and it did. It hit him in the end. He should have caught that ball. That's like the third or fourth pass that uh, Cunningham has had dropped. Second and 10 from the 33. Three, well, now uh, one wide to the right, one to the left. Here is a quick pass out to Mitchell. Uh, Murphy makes a man miss at the 50, at the 47, and tackled finally at the 45-yard line by Sullivan, but first down Bayside as uh, just kind of a little 10-yard uh, and stop, and this time Cunningham was able to hit Murphy. Murphy comes out limping that after that tackle. Yeah, when the receivers catch it, they do a good job of uh, running after the catch. They do. They've done a good job of making that initial person miss and getting extra yards after the catch. First and 10 from the uh, Providence 45. Here's Cunningham. Drops straight back. Let's it go down the middle. And it's going to be, oh my goodness, right into the hands of Lopez. Incomplete as... Uh, you could have dropped it. I mean, he got that one back as uh, Jackson Collier was back there. He separated it from it after he caught it. That hit Loper in the hands, in the end zone, from the, and again, coming in let that go at the 50. And it just, so even please, what can I say? Second and 10 from the 45. Well, it was a good recovery by Collins. He got back there and didn't give up on it and knocked it out once he caught it. Really pretty ball uh, thrown by Cunningham. Here he goes. It's going to be a flip when it's going to be caught at the 35, the 31-yard line. He's tackled there. It'll be a first down base side. They're happy to give that up. We'll give it up all night long because it runs the clock. Receiver there for base side is Joseph Smith. He catches it and gets about five more yards down to the 31. First and 10. Bayside again. They trail 35 to 14. 8:42 showing here on the game clock. Cunningham. He's going to run it. He gets outside the 30. The 25. Nathan Man missed the 20. Inside to the 17. Another first down. And the clock stops while they move the chains as well. So not much time going off the clock here. A good job by Cunningham just reading his blocks again. Yep. Uh, he showed his speed, got outside and picked up good yardage. First and 10 from the 17, and I, I'm sure the Admirals are wondering, can we, can we get, get this offense going? They just started that call now, they yeah. Here, three wide to the right, one to the left. Here is Cunningham, quick pass. It's Connor for 13, and immediately the tackle made there by that uh, Kyle Holly 
is just right on the 2019 Encore with 22% below MSRP. That's a savings of 5920 The 2020 models are here. Save up to 3500 on the Buick Enclave and 2500 on the Buick Envision. Celebrate the holidays at Action of Dothan. Shop and save in store or online at actionofdothan.com. Experience the new Buick. Are you ready for action? Action Buick GMC. Credits and restrictions apply. See dealer for complete details. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. Welcome back. Another onside kick attempt. It was well executed, but it was also well covered by Providence. McClintock got on that one. The hands team out there, and uh, McClintock gets the uh, onside kick attempt, and it'll be first and ten for Providence at the 49. It's something you had to do, probably, Mark. Yeah, you did. And McClintock did a nice job of going after the ball. He didn't let the bounce play him. He played the bounce. So, short field, a relatively short field for Providence. 35-21, 737 left to go in the game. I'm guessing you're going to see a heavy dose of run here. 
indeed. It is a handoff to Weatherford. He tries to get outside. He can't, so he turns it up, gets about three yards into baseline territory at the 48. Yeah, it looks like baseline can ever play that outside. Probably more opportunity to run inside between the tackles if you're probably. And on the clock, we have will be under seven minutes when Providence snaps this one. Taking the time, 15 seconds on the play clock. They'll break the huddle with 10 seconds. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, and there's the snap. There's Gus Goldsboro. He's going to bounce it outside or try to. He'll get to the 45. That'll be about four yards shy of the first down. It'll be third down. Last in the fourth quarter is T.R. Miller, 25, Pikesville, 13. That is a big surprise shot. Did not see that coming at all. T.R. Miller was the fourth seed in this region. Wow. But they were seven and three on the year. They had a good record. They lost the baseline. Lost the baseline and lost the tiebreaker to the baseline, which is why baseline is here to run and not T.R. Miller. How about that? Third down, third and six, 35. Here we go. Uh, four seconds on the play clock. The twin clock. He's going to keep putting himself up the middle. He's going to fire right at the line to gain. Let's see what the spot says. He's right at it. Sure, I think you go for it. Uh, absolutely. People won the line of scrimmage. You do. You're in Bayside territory. They may not have to. Let's see. That's why it's so close. I think it's the first down. I do, too. And it is. They mark it. First down at the 41-yard line. Clock moves. He's first down for problems. Definitely. Big, big. That means you can run a couple more minutes off that clock. That's right. So as soon as they get the chain set, they'll start this clock. It's showing 542 right now. Chains are set, and we got orders going up 21 to 13 on Dothan. All right. See if Dothan can get back in it. If not, you're looking at uh, at one Dothan team still alive in the playoffs if Providence holds on here. Providence taking time here and taking the uh, play clock all the way down before they snap the ball. It's McClintock. It's a keeper. It's up the middle. It's to the 31 30, another first down for Providence. Marshall, as he takes it outside, goes to do a lot of traffic. He comes up inside, he took another first down. Line of scrimmage is the 30 yard line of Bayside. And again, the Eagles lead 35 to 21 over Bayside. Now 506 showing they're moving the chains when they do. They'll start that clock again. There they go. It's moving again. So 25 seconds. Well, now, I think the Flintlocks thought uh, that they would reset the play clock, but they didn't. Four seconds. Three, two. Here's the snap. Here's Goldsboro. He gets room. He's going to get to the. He's going to break a tackle. He's going to get inside the 20. It looks like maybe another first down. Some of the Eagles. Good hard tough running. He bounced off a couple of tacklers. Picked up another first down play. Before it was actually over, as Goldsboro just kept moving 10 more yards for him. First and 10 from the 20. He just kept hitting my notes on that one. First down, 10 yards to go. 4.32 and counting here. 
in the fourth quarter. Providence leads 35-21. They're at the 20 of Bayside, just grinding away on the ground. Weatherford trying to get outside. Does and just says, you know what, I'm going to take a knee at the 20, but I'll take the second more than the yardage. Looks like something's hurt on them. He does get up. Trying to slide, but I think his cleat may have gotten caught yeah. on the ground. So. But it looks like he's okay. He doesn't seem to be favoring anything. It's real awkward looking. Yeah. He, he tried to get outside and a defensive player grabbed him and he just slid down. It's actually a loss of one, but that's that's really inconsequential. He stayed in bounds and the clock moves. Six seconds, five on the play clock as they get set here. Three, two. It's McClintock. He's going to run up the middle. He'll fall forward to the 16. Taken down there, and it'll be third and about five. But again, we'll be under three minutes when he snaps this one. That's the important thing. Yeah, nothing fancy. Just running up the middle, getting what you can. He did a nice job of dragging some tackles with him. And with the ball in your senior quarterback's hands, you're late in the game. Big thanks to our sponsors here for providing us with the ability to carry high school football here on the ball. We certainly hope you will support them. McClintock's a little bit late in getting the play from the sidelines, so again, they're rushing to get this play off. Right down to the wire here, two seconds, one. It's Goldsboro. He goes forward. He's to the... 13, he'll be a yard or two short of the first down, but uh, this is sort out. You know, you can get what you need to and play defense. Sure. And Bayside hasn't tried to stop the clock on this no. drive, as there are two scores down. Wilson is tied up 21 21 at Rip Hughes against Stan's Fort. Dandy going on across town at Rip Hughes. Hopefully the uh, Wolves can pull that one out. Fourth and uh, a long two short three. They've got to get to the 11 for a first down. They're between the 14 and the 13. It's going to be McClintock around left end. He cuts it up. He's got to the end zone. That does look like that. Alex McClintock. That's the dagger they're looking for. Wow. Uh, great uh, hole opened up there around the end, and McClintock saw it burst through it from 13 yards out, and it, it pulled everybody around. Everybody from uh, Matthew Morris to center to everybody just escorting him around the corner. Indeed. The uh, seventh extra point attempt for Jeter tonight. Been good on his first six. Actually, this is the six. He's been good on his first five. It is up. And it is. Yeah, that's almost <laughs> 1957 left to go in the game. 42-21. Providence, they've got this one under control. We'll be back for the last two minutes in one minute right after this. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. 
Tri-State Medical Supply is a proud sponsor to bring you live play-by-play coverage of high school football on the ball. Good luck to the teams playing tonight. If you have a sleep study scheduled soon, a little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. Like his father before him, Kevin Pippen at Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration is a firm believer in going above and beyond for his customers, ensuring complete satisfaction. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration can handle all calls from commercial to residential. If it heats or cools, call Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration at 685-3616, 685-3616. Pippen Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, a proud supporter of local high school football. Welcome back. 22-21, Providence Leafs. Final two minutes of the game. Here's a little run back attempt for Bayside as uh, he'll get corralled at the 37-yard line. That's where Bayside will take over. And uh, play the spring out here. We got Arthur This was going on. That was what I saw. Yeah, that was a That'll be the third personal foul penalty, if I'm correct, on, on Bayside tonight. And um, that will move them back 15 more yards. Yeah, you hate to see that. That was way after the. They're talking it over. There's a huddle by the officials going on where the foul occurred. And I guess they're just going to talk about whether it's just your run of the mill personal foul or if anything more egregious than that happens. And they're still talking about it. Yeah, it's a long conversation. This may be offsetting. That's, that could be what they're talking about as well, if, if any of the officials saw anything. If they antagonized yeah. or anything. But still, that was a very egregious hit, though, as he just blindsided him over there. Indeed. But I was picking the flag up. Can't believe they're not going to. They write down something, so they must be writing down the numbers. There, yeah, I, I guess that's what they're doing. Uh, if there is anything that would prompt an ejection or anything, or anything that would carry over in the next season, you've got to document all that. Well, I think you've got to get multiple personal fouls, don't you, to be ejected? Unless there's a punch. Oh, there's a punch on Providence. And Okay. So it took them a while to, uh, to get there, but... Uh, and I'm not sure if that might be just to defuse the situation a little bit. Very well, could be. Um, they're pulling him out. I don't know if he had ejected or, or if it's just voluntary. He keeps not happy about it. I don't know how less. He doesn't just sit down. All right. Uh, 1.47. Let's just uh, play this thing out and uh, get out of here without anything uh, further happening. I think Coach King keep us wanting an explanation because the way it looked from over here, it looked like the Bayside ground side of the Providence player asking close, but apparently there was something that antagonized him. Uh, last goal we have from Bullock County and Gordo was Gordo up 29 to nothing at the end of the third quarter. I'm sure 
uh, they'll go on and win. So as far as we know, your second round game is Providence at Gordo. Blue flip. Looks that way. All right, two wide left, two wide. Bayside's going to play this last 147, trying to score. We do have a deep, deep safety now in Hayes Lewis. He is well back. Can you still talk in the officials over on the sideline? Trying to get an explanation as to what happened. Yeah. Well, here we go. It's going to be a run for Cunningham. He's going to get uh, through and get about seven yards to the 43. The line of scrimmage was the uh, 36, 37. So they're basically waiting the white flag now. Yeah, I think so. They're not calling timeout or anything. And the uh, game clock now moving under 130. They'll spread it back out here. From the 43, Cunningham looking to throw over the middle. It's caught by Murphy. He'll catch it in uh, Providence territory at the 47. It'll be a first down. They'll stop the clock while they move the chain. Thank you, Mr. Father. She just let him catch it and 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 catch it Indeed, it, it certainly has been recently. Under one minute now. First and ten from the 47 of Providence. Cunningham's going to run. He's going to get outside the 45. He's going to pull his way to the 40. Gain of about uh, eight. Second and two. Cunningham with a carry right in. So you're going to look at this game and you're going to see a lot of yards for Bayside, and, and it got a little bit interesting at 28 to 14. It did, uh, but for the most part, this is a game that uh, that Providence jumped on early and uh, won the line of scrimmage throughout. But but Bayside didn't quit. They did not quit, and that, you know that's good to see. Yeah, they kept fighting in the second half. From the 40, Cunningham lets it go, and uh, he's going to overthrow everyone in the end zone. Incomplete clock stops with 16 and a half seconds left. The third and about uh, a long two again from the uh, Providence 40 yard line. Goes free ball. Listen, bro, we've got to get on. Still out there fighting. They'll spread it out here again. Third and about three, 16 and a half seconds left to go in the game. Providence up three scores. Quick hitch is caught at the 35. They're going to get outside to the 30, tackled inbounds at the 30, but the clock will stop to move the chain. Eight seconds. Time enough to throw this one in the end zone anyway. Yeah, I'll try to get one more score for you in the house. If you're Providence, you probably just want to spread five or six guys out at the goal. Yeah, stand at the end zone. That's close. Now we got a timeout. Yeah, I think I think Bayside's going to talk about this last play here. 3.9 seconds now, and they're going to see if they can engineer something, get into the end zone, and end their season on a positive note. Nothing wrong with that. Unless I was checking the Pike County score, it's still 25 to 13. T.L. Miller with Pike County in the fourth quarter. That's got to be close to going finals. It is so funny, Mark, because you and you would probably agree with this team. Against Stanfield and I were talking about teams from the Wiregrass that had an opportunity to make a deep run into the playoffs, and the first team we both mentioned was Pike County. I thought Pike County could win it. I don't know. 
know, when they rule, I mean, they may pull this one out, but it's, you know, they're down, you know, 12 points deep in the fourth quarter. Yeah, well, T.R. Miller, of course, has a very good football tradition. I County does, too. What are they Alright, 3.9 seconds left. This should be the last play of the game. Providence up comfortably 24, uh, 42-21, but here's Bayside trying to score from the Providence 30. Here's Cunningham. He's going to just have to throw it, and it is knocked away. Out the angle in. Jake Smith does it. That is the final. Providence advances to the second round of the Class 3A Alabama High School Athletic Association playoffs with a 42 21 win over Bayside. We will take a one minute break, come back, and wrap things up right after this. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Scott Stevens Tires show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. It's one of the longest lasting light tires on the road with exceptional all-weather handling, an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride, and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. See Scott Stevens Tires for Yokohama, Ross Clark Circle, where the only pressure you'll get is in your tires. Rebuilding a home can be expensive. Many homeowners don't realize that their insurance may not provide them with enough coverage to build the same home in the same location. Country Financial is one of just a few insurance companies that offer insurance that covers the replacement cost of your home, even if that amount is higher than the policy limit. Call Ray Rollins today at 334-792-9421 to find out more about our homeowner's insurance. Home insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company and Country Casual Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Must qualify for additional replacement cost coverage. Minimum insurance to value required. Welcome back to final here. Providence 42, Bayside Academy 21. Providence advances to the second round of the 3A playoffs. They'll make the trip to West Alabama and Gordo, Alabama next week in the playoffs. And I think we did hear, Mark, that uh, Pike County did fall to T.R. Miller. I think 25 to 13. How about that? Uh, wow. Well, when you're talking about the Air Security Systems player of the game, we have a lot of candidates. Of course, uh, Gus Goldsboro, plenty of yards. Grant Weatherford had a great game. Uh, Collins McClintock was very solid back there. He had some great runs as they kept it on the ground most of the night on defense. We called Michael Sullivan's name a lot. Uh, Jake Smith had a big uh, interception that uh, ended uh, the momentum for Bayside. Who are we going to give it to? I think Gus Goldberg. Lance, he's had a lot of pressure on him having to come in and be the running back. Tonight, I think he took over and he showed this is his team now. Great. All right. Your Harris Security Systems player of the game is Gus Goldberg. Big night tonight for the running back. That will put a wrap on things for us right here. Again, your final 42-21 to 21 Providence over Bayside for Alicia back in the studio and Mark Stewart right here. I'm Lance Griffin. Thanks for listening, everybody. You've been listening to live high school football right here on The Ball. You've been listening to high school football playoffs on The Ball. Tonight's game's been brought to you by All In Credit Union. Score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA. The Seller. Fine Steaks and Wine. By Wiregrass Electric Co-op. 
proudly serving our community. By Auto Expo, get the car you deserve at the price you can afford. By Mark Dunning Industries, one call takes care of all that garbage. By Todd & Sons, the go-to name for custom corporate apparel and uniforms. By Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, Enterprise, Ufala, and Marietta. By Southeast Health, always the right direction. By Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Harris Security, security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Pippin AC and Refrigeration, going above and beyond for your satisfaction. By Scott Stevens Tire and Service, building a reputation you can trust. By Ray Rollins, country financial representative. And by Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. We now return to our regular programming already in progress. This is AM560, FM100.1, and FM107.1, The Ball. There's somewhere. It's Friday night. It's well one of done, those Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up in 90 seconds, will Patrick Mahomes help the Chiefs? No. When he comes back on Sunday. But first, special Yo. delivery. Steve DeSager has what's trending. Hey, Steve. Hello, gentlemen. I still remember the story of a guy I knew in the 90s had set his VCR for the big game in town that night, all-star game or playoff game, that the president was attending, and the president's motorcade to the game went through his neighborhood. So as a security precaution, they turned off all the power on all the power on all the houses in the neighborhood as the motorcade went through. Oh, wow. And when the guy came home, the VCR was flashing 12 and didn't tape a thing. Aside from that, everything was fine. Oh, well. Well, we have an update on the NBA. It's been a great night for D'Angelo Russell of Golden State. 45 points. He's just missed a three-point attempt at the end of regulation, so the game is tied and going to overtime. Warriors at 110-110 at Minnesota. Golden State with a 2-6 and six record. Let's get to the football news. As Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes will start this weekend. Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen is out for Sunday night with the bad hamstring. 49ers tight end George Kittle missed practice again with knee and ankle injuries. Colts quarterback Jacoby Brissett with his bad knee will be a game time decision Sunday. Steelers running back James Conner is out again with the bad shoulder. Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan will return from his ankle injury Sunday at New Orleans. Our big Discover Card key matchup in college football is the game the guys were talking about. Battle of 8-0 teams, LSU at Alabama tomorrow, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. In college football, Ohio State defensive end Chase Young will not play tomorrow due to an eligibility issue. He leads the nation in sacks. On Fox TV, noon Eastern time, it's number one Ohio State against Maryland. There are a couple of games in college football tonight. Tulsa, 0-5 in the American Conference, is leading Central Florida 34-31 with a minute to go. And just about to start on FS1, it's Washington at Oregon State. Washington a surprising 2-4 and four in conference play. There was an NHL game in Sweden today. Tampa Bay beat Buffalo 3-2, and those two will play each other again there tomorrow. As for college basketball, 14th-ranked Memphis easily whipped Illinois-Chicago 92-46. All-American freshman center James Wiseman of Memphis, who had 17 points tonight, is still eligible. He played after a judge put on hold today's NCAA ruling against the player. Shall we update the New York Knicks game? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. 
No, 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 don't update. I, no, no, now don't update it. The game is tied at Dallas. Under six minutes to go, it's 92 all, and Luka Doncic of the Mavs is close to a triple-double with 34 points in this game. And, yes, overtime underway in Minnesota, Golden State's. Against the Timberwolves, Jason Smith, Mike Carmen. Steve Kerr will get fired for going against Tank proposal if he wins this game. <laughs> There's no chance he's, yeah, he's going to get fired you for gotta, any reason. If you go against Tank principle, you're going to get fired. Tank Although I McNamara you, maybe, but not the Tank principle. No, no, I think he would say, yeah, fire me. I don't want to travel these games. We're going to get killed this year. I'll come back next year. Tank principle is Just uh, wait. a formidable... I'll tell you what. Person in the low post. You just wait. Steve Kerr is going to start taking load management games as head coach. Trust oh, yeah. Me. No, this is It's going to happen. Sure. That's going to happen. Thank I, you, Steve. I thought you were referring to Tank's principal. No, it's Tank. Tank McNamara was a high school jock, was he not? Nicely so he done. Have a principal. I thought you were going to go Tank Johnson. <laughs> he went Tank McNamara. Yeah, no, we don't want to go Tank Johnson. Tank Johnson. No, no, no. Then there was. Uh, then we got to go through the laundry list of non football events oh, in the yeah, life of Tank Johnson. Oh, we yeah, can't yeah. do that. We talked about a lot of Tank Johnson. We'd have to do that for the rest of the hour. Maybe the rest of the show. I don't know. Thank you, Steve. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. Uh, so, yes, Warriors, T-Wolves in overtime. Knicks and the Mavericks are tied in the Kristaps Porzingis revenge game. Lakers heat getting ready to go here, too. Yeah, we got a fun Friday night. And the big football news in the NFL today is that Patrick Mahomes will return on Sunday for the Chiefs. The Chiefs did put the caveat out there that barring a big setback, he will play. So if something happens with his knee coming back from a dislocated kneecap between now and Sunday, they might go with Matt Moore another week. But the plan is right now, for Andy Reid said, for him to play as the Chiefs take on the Titans. Yes, getting the best quarterback in the NFL back is always a big deal and will always help you.